0: true believers and welcome to four color commentary the continuing saga of four comic nerds and the books they love i'm ellen i'm chewy i'm ian
1: and i'm ryan
0: welcome to uh our newest episode of four color car issue have I you, know, have have you lost Cause track Cause I, I know, it's in the teens break. once it's double digits ryan i lose track but uh, thank you all for something reentering me. terrible the f- that we could make. Yeah, I know. Is it like you all- 16 or
2: something?
1: I'm looking it up. I
0: think it's 16 or 17.
3: We're 17.
1: 17. It's hard to keep track when we only do 17. this once every two weeks.
0: Only one That's more true. year until we can vote. Or one more we issue until we can vote and podcast. fire a gun and die for our country. <laughs> Yep. As a podcast, the and we, podcast. Can, we can now legally drive. Well, we can have a driving permit,
2: I guess. I mean, we could drive, but not together. Because no, <laughs> together. right? Only <laughs> yeah, only with a, with in someone over right? twenty four. Right, then we could do it. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait till
0: we get over twenty four. Then we get our insurance lowered. Be so yes. much better.
1: And then we could rent cars. It's true.
0: the Adult. adults, and then every and then every birthday from there, it's just downhill. Yes. So well, let well, me tell you. Welcome to episode number seventeen. Uh, so this is Four Color Commentary. You are in the Four Color Fortress, the solitude of quiet of the Four Color Fortress. Until we come every week and make it loud and obnoxious. The neighbors downstairs. Are we obnoxious?
1: Really I, I like to think that we're yes. not, I, I like to think we're friendly. We're just yeah. overly friendly. Yeah. You can continue to think that whether or not it's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so uh, there are four of us, and there are four sections of our show, hence a four-color commentary. But uh, before we get into the fun, there's a couple ways you can reach out to us if you like what we do. Uh, we do have a website, uh, fourcolorpodcast.com. So all the things I'm about to tell you that you can do, you can do there. Uh, we also do have an email address, uh, fourcolorpodcast at gmail.com. So you can email us there, reach out. We've had a lot of people... Reach out in the past. Uh, so, yeah, some uh, some cool things can so be done. Start there. doing that start again. Start doing that, please. And we, we enjoy hearing from you. The mailbag section is always please. great. You feel lonely. Please, yeah, please love us. <laughs> <laughs> we also do have a Twitter. Uh, it's at Four uh, Color Pod on Twitter. Uh, so you can reach out to us there. We've had a couple tweets I forgot to mention in the past episode. So, hopefully, when we get to the, the back matter section, I have a couple things to mention. Yeah. So, um,. In addition to that, uh, we also do a Facebook page, so you can like us there, give us a thumbs up, and we are also part of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, so you can go uh, listen to some of our other shows there at uh, stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Perfect. So that is all the business before we get into the show, but uh, if you're new with us here, this is your first time uh, trolling the seas of comicdom, I guess I would say, Uh, with us, uh, you can actually meet us right now. By having us tell you who we are. So, going around the circle, Alan, you go first. Who are you?
3: And why uh, are you here? Oh, who are you? Is, who is, is who, you who, who, how did you, you get in? I'm so nervous.
0: I have a bunch of questions and I want them answered immediately. Who is your daddy oh, and what God. does he do?
3: All right. <laughs> and that is your one use of that joke on this entire podcast. I'm glad <laughs> you used it. Okay. Uh, my name is Alan, and I read a lot of different kinds of comic books, including web comics and manga. And I really like looking at pretty pictures and talking about them as if I know what I'm doing.
2: I'm Chewy, and I was just yawning. That's because <laughs> Alan's
0: answer was so boring. Yeah, you prefer more. What's wow, I'm gonna do, do Arnold's voice yes. some more. The no. whole episode. Welcome to full no. color commentary no with more. Arnold, Chewy, Ian, and Ryan.
2: Um, I'm I am
0: about the novelization of my favorite movie, Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
1: comic novelization. Your, your Arnold Schwarzenegger sounds sort of like if Christopher Walken. <laughs> <a> <laughs> you, you
0: know, it's funny. You're saying my Arnold Schwarzenegger, but Arnold's a person in the room with us, Ryan.
1: No magic of radio. Oh God, no, that's not how that works. Tra- you know, Arnold sh- signed my diploma. Mm-hmm. did he really
0: yeah yep he has a, a signed diploma from arnold i don't think he actually signed it
1: though i like Stan. to imagine that he hey did. chew
3: what kind of comic books do you yeah, like yeah, but <laughs> about that. Chewie,
1: tell us
2: about you i like comic books with blood i, I, like, blood. I like blood 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 i like uh, I like vampires right? blood and like, like punching ones. and fighting or mystery gotcha. I like Ooh. mystery, too, and darkness. Mm. Cool. Basically, if it's metal in any way, whether it's thrash metal and grindcore, or maybe it's like Norwegian black metal, where it's like spooky and mysterious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that book.
0: Cool. Uh, my name is Ian. Uh, I like superhero comic books. That's I'll keep metal. it short and sweet. Um, I like superhero comic books. Normally, I read Marvel, DC stuff, but I kind of branch out every so often. Um, and I'm a Ooh. pretty easy customer.
3: Uh, oh are you, are you done oh good i'm sorry i i thought i totally sorry just,
0: alan would you like me to talk like this for the rest of the episode do want you shush shush maybe your maybe mouth start over. yeah i know we shouldn't start over <laughs> <laughs> i want i want them to know the turmoil that happens in the four color fortress when alan gets mouthy <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, anyway i'm a little bit taken aback actually so i like
0: so what i was saying is <laughs> i like i like all superhero comics except green lantern oh, he's my. awful only ah. because alan likes him um and but but uh, to be fair Everything that I read, I find something I like about it. Trust me, we're all friends here. We're just we're just Ryan, Tensions are high today.
2: Can to the oh, dinner man. table?
0: <laughs> Ryan, tell us about you. Ryan, bring us home. Make us make us one again. Be the dad. Oh, that right. We know you
1: are. Uh hi. My name's Ryan. Hi. Ryan. Um, I like comic books. Uh, I like comic <laughs> books that are sort of weird and stuff. <laughs> Uh, I All like right. comics as art, comics as literature. I'm contractually obliged to say that every time now. <laughs> uh, I, I like comics to make me laugh and, and tell good stories. I like futuristic stuff and kid friendly things, too. Cool. I think so, Ryan's uh, trying to bait me. Are you trying to bait no,
0: me right now? No, I'm Not everyone I'm just going is for against the, you here, just I, me. Well,
3: I, I, the <laughs> last couple sentences have kind of put the opposite in my brain, Alan, so I'm not Alan, entirely sure. Shh,
0: it's just fun. <laughs> We're just having a good time at your expense. <laughs> I just came Alan here to have a good time seem to
3: have a good be having a good time.
0: Alan, what would make your time better? I,
3: right now? I just came here to have a good time, and I'm honestly feeling very attacked right now. Alan, I'm sorry. Alan, Alan would you
0: like to talk tell, tell our listeners about the four different parts of the show, or would you prefer that I did that?
3: Uh, well, it depends. Do you want it canned or off the cuff?
0: Um, you know, we, well, I tell you what,
3: I'm gonna do because if you want it canned and mooring, you can definitely do it. All that. right, oh. so here's what we're gonna do.
0: Let to go, let Alan do it. Uh, you know what, Alan? Yeah, you I know go what, with Alan? I will, Alan. Here, here, I'll Alan. Be, hold on, hold Alan. on. I'll make a compromise. Uh, I will, tell about, uh, the the is, I will ah. tell about the part of the show. Hold ah. on. Everybody's cheering. I will tell about the part of the show, and then Alan can give his two cents. Ah. So, so the first. So we have four parts of our show, guys. Uh, <laughs> when we're not fighting, uh, the first part now is fighting. Uh, so we have five parts, <laughs> I guess now. But the five regular, for regularly, the oh. yeah, that's right. Four for fighting. Still, oh, that counts. Oh man, so many episodes. There's a band called Nevermind. Yeah. Um maybe Somewhere called we just Superman, lost a subscriber. So comic related. Yep. Um, so, uh, we do have four sections of our show. The first section is called Here's My Issue. Alan, tell us about Here's My Issue.
3: So, Here's My Issue is where we each bring a book. Usually, it's some sort of self contained story or number one of some kind. And everybody has to read everybody else's. So, then we have a big discussion, kind of a round table, what you thought uh, kind of deal about Too long.
0: That. Move forward. Okay. Uh, What's the next so, part of the show? Uh, next
3: part of the show would be first Prince, water. where we talk about something uh, kind of seminal, like uh, uh, like we did V for Vendetta and we did Watchmen. So something that everybody needs to read, or is something that's self-contained. I feel uh, like and we the, about the that. machines
1: guys in the room. I yeah, right? No,
0: <laughs> Alan, let's slow down. What's the third part of our show?
1: So the third part of our show is uh, <laughs> that slow.
0: Just talk normal. <laughs> the four
3: <laughs> color character compendium. Thank you. Yes. Four color. Color. Yep easy for you and this say. is
0: why i do it the four color character compendium
3: that's where we talk about uh, a character of some kind and we talk about the powers or their influences maybe it's a creator maybe it's a villain just somebody that's very important to comics in general <laughs> and finally uh, we have back matter which we talk about all the other stuff so movie goings on uh, comic books that we may have read on the show or not or and just general comic book news that doesn't fit into any of those other three categories
0: cool and you know what i am gonna grade you on your performance you know what you got no. Passed.
3: Ah, Barely. Seventy yeah. five? F plus. Oh click. Wait, F plus is definitely not <laughs> so,
0: passing. So moving forward. Here's like sure. minus. Okay. I've got Alan, I've gotten a few Alan, F pluses. You, did, you did a good job. Uh, you did a good job. Thank hey, you. For <laughs> <your help. laughs>
1: hey what do we do in this comic book podcast?
0: So the first we're gonna go into uh here's my issue, which is our let's, uh let's our, our, our section. We're done awesome. we're done. For, we had to get all the animosity out, but now I feel like we're is at it all good. gone? I'm I'm good. I'm good, nope I'm happy. Hey guys, I'm still here. <laughs> hey So okay. Shiny Alan, area. because because you did so good at at giving us all the information about the show, you get to go first in Here's My Issue. You drew the short straw this time. So tell us about yeah. your book for Here's My Issue.
3: So I brought uh it's kind of a tie in book. It's A Babies versus X Babies. Now if you may or may not be familiar with the event, um Avengers versus X Men, which happened uh I think it was about a year ago now. Um, uh, I think we talked about it once before. I think it
1: was 2 years ago, 2012. Was it really? That's what the copyright Yeah, date it was a wild like A while ago.
3: Um so yeah, uh, this is kind of like just a little tie-in. Uh it was written by Scotty Young, who's actually also one of my favorite artists, but he didn't actually draw it. Uh which I cover. totally thought he did. It was uh drawn by Giri uh Guri Hiro. Sorry. Wow. Guri Hiro. It's actually a combination name for two people. Um, that I have right here and that is uh, Chifu Sasaki and Naoko Kawano so these are two Japanese artists that actually have done a couple things here in the and states
2: like, that's their team name or whatever they, like, and that's their tier name
3: is, yeah. is like Iruhiru. Uh cool. so yeah uh, probably a whole lot easier to say if you actually speak Japanese but they've done some avatar stuff um, which okay. is pretty cool. So last amb- like Airbender, blue Oh no, no, the last Airbender.
1: Oh, you're talking about that terrible movie. Yeah, no. Um, oh, but with an awesome God. cartoon Joke. show? Joke. Talk about the cartoon show. Okay. That's great.
3: okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is kind of just it's a little one shot. It's about all the uh, Avengers and X Men being well, basically babies. Uh, and uh, Cyclops steals Bucky Bear from Cap, and then he goes to uh, get Bucky Bear back, and hilarious hijinks ensue. Um, so what do you guys think?
0: I thought it was very cute. it's adorable it was it was pretty adorable it's adorable um, I, I, I liked a lot of little silly moments here. It's, it's very, it's a very self-aware comic. Like for oh, example, for sure. when baby Hulk turns into baby Hulk and all his clothes rip off. Uh, <laughs> He's just like purple. tiny baby Bruce Banner yep, and then he just immediately Banner. gets bigger in the next mm-hmm. panel. And how Nick, uh, Nick Fury has a star over his eye, as eye patch a little star. <laughs> so it's, it's like cute, cutesy versions of everything.
3: Oh, very cutesy. Kind of like Calvin Hobbesque too. Yeah.
0: A little bit. I could see that influence. Captain there.
1: America
3: has a lowercase a on his a head. A lowercase a on his head mm-hmm. and a happy face on his star. Mm-hmm and, and then, then thor has one of those spinny twirly wheel hats it's got a lot of really <laughs> deep references hats. though to it the does. marvel universe oh it does, it really does yeah. yeah
1: like in the background like this is clearly written like a labor of love like the people who for wrote through sure. this are huge comic nerds because there's so much little silly detail for instance the big splash page the first big splash oh, page yeah, that's right great. if you look like there's so much going on but if you look all the way in the very bottom left corner there's dazzler singing yeah. yeah <laughs> yes, I see that. And and there's and there's Gambit in the bottom right corner, holding some cards.
3: Yeah. yeah. In the very in the top right corner, you actually have uh, Franklin and Valeria on a on a wagon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which doesn't really make sense because I don't understand how they can be there if everybody else is babies. But that's fine. You have got armor there from What's the X Men.
2: Yeah. What's that smiley cloud of smoke behind them? Yeah, In I was mind. gonna ask about that too. I don't know
0: what that is either. There's just a smiley. Maybe it's cloud a Fantastic Four reference. I'm down.
3: sure it's, it's a Fantastic Four, probably a Future Foundation reference. I, did, I yeah, do,
0: Ant-Man. I do enjoy the giant, the Ant Man baby. He's pretty. Or the giant <laughs> yeah. giant Man baby, I should say. Giant Man. Giant. Uh, I like that he's giant got Man.
1: like buttons, like he's wearing overalls.
0: Yes, and I like that Luke Cage's face is getting pulled by Bishop. That's cute. <laughs> did he you see? Uh, marks you on see the
3: face. Thor reading a uh, Beta Ray Bill? Or reading, writing, be- writing. Yes, oh, he is man. writing. Beta, He's real writing real beta Ray bill. I think it's. I don't know if it's a stuffed battery bill or that's supposed to be actually. Like a baby, Beta Ray Bill.
0: I do, um, I do like that. <laughs> I also like <laughs> baby Ray, <laughs> baby Ray Bill. Baby Bill. Ah, <laughs> I like the joke that happens. I, I like the, the other panel too um, that says uh, it's when Hulk bursts in on Wolverine and the blocks spell out Smash. Yeah, yes. And you also see well, a little um, Rocket Raccoon there in the background. Oh wait, where? Or it that. looks like some sort of. It looks like a little raccoon.
1: And actually, the ra- it looks like. I'm guessing it's Rocket. Oh, it's oh yeah, I see it. Yeah. And sure. then that
0: little robot is from the Fantastic Four, isn't he? The little little robot that's yep. there. Little, yeah, that's yep. it's for future founders. There's a little
1: uh Deadpool Jack in the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, actually part. all the blocks say something like in the in the page before we uh-huh. see Wolverine climbing out of the hole in the floor. The it blocks behind him say "snicked." <laughs> yeah. And then when he's trying to pick up uh Mjolnir, the blocks behind him say "go, Wolvie." Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just spelt out in the background. Oh yeah, that is that is definitely. Oh
0: the, look, and then there's there, the Avenger the the Pet Avengers. And
1: yeah, the, they there? have the whole Pet Avengers. There's definitely raccoons. And there's there's spider spider I ham, spider ham, spider ham yeah. is back there too.
0: A lot of Marvel in jokes in this. So
1: good. That's yeah, honestly why I really be. Like I it. I mean, this is the kind of this is this is what I love about. These are the kind of comics that I love. Yeah, that they're comics made for comics nerds. But you don't have to. Like, I did not follow Avengers versus X Men at all. And no. honestly, <laughs> I You're didn't need to much. see another series where <laughs> some of my favorite characters fought some other of my favorite characters. Right. But this is hilarious because baby yes. versions of the characters just fighting and lots of jokes. That's right. that's exactly all I need. I don't need any sort of like. Blood and guts, and some minor characters going to die, right. and some major characters going to die, and there's a lot of sort yeah. of like talking from characters that I don't care about and don't wish yeah. to hear. You know <laughs> the author's opinions about, uh, but but this is just perfect. It's just like madcap and tons yep. of fun, mm-hmm. and you know references to there's black bolt and there's havoc and there's armor and, and, they managed, and
0: they managed to get away with a blind joke and this yeah. It's cute. It's and when, sorry, I didn't see you there. Yeah. yeah. It's when, uh, it's, it's, it's when, when black uh, Panther and storm are like holding hands all happy. And then, and then daredevil buckets burst through and he says, sorry, I didn't see you there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Why is, uh, also there's Doctor a, strange, like a super baby. I don't like, know. A very, very small baby. Cause it's, uh, it's hilarious. Oh, uh, you've been, you guys
1: notice the, um, yeah, fastball special, special. reference.
3: Yes. Yes yeah I was- oh and of course the giant baby Galactus. that is my yep. favorite part baby
1: Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> all right chewie what do you think this is probably like <laughs> the least metal thing yeah. possible <laughs> this is not very metal
2: so as you know i love jl8
1: yeah oh know. true right um
2: so that's kind of my standard of comparison for this right i um this was not jl8 no, no. Absolutely not, not like i i was expecting that oh, okay uh, um so it for me, it just felt like when you enter a cheat code in a video game. And it's like, You're playing <laughs> the baby version of that, right? But mm-hmm. it's still like Wolverine, like big heads. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like if I felt like they didn't go far enough at, with the um, with the dialogue in terms of making it more childlike. Mm-hmm. I feel right. like yeah. they did adult a dialogue with a couple of like little kid words in there. And I was like, "Mm, come on, just, just make them little kids.
0: Just make them little kids. That's that's a good point. That's a really good Um, point. I get
2: what you're saying. It it was just that it kind of felt like they were afraid to go full baby. That, that's,
3: that's. Chewy, I'll give you that Chewy, going full baby You never go full baby oh. Yeah, you never go full baby
2: <laughs> I thought, you know, it's, it's like their vocabulary was a little bit too big for them, I thought right. But, you know, whatever I, but I, yeah, just, I just felt like they wanted it to be like They wanted it to be like, okay, well If you're about like the serious mm-hmm. A versus X right. We still want you to like it We don't want you to think like, oh, this is the fun version Or right. whatever, we mm-hmm. want you to like Not be like, oh, that thing Um so I don't know, I, I, I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit more if they would have, I think, just really let themselves go in the moment, because you see all the makings of it, with yeah. all the little references and stuff like that, I'm like, just go for it, I know you want to. <laughs> just yeah. go for it, baby, um, but there were some things I liked, I, I really liked the the block letters, I didn't actually didn't notice the Snicked and the mm. Go Wolvie, I saw the Smash thing, and that, that, that was, was pretty fun. cool, Um I like the mysterious smiling cloud in the background. Yeah, I love the Galactus because it's just like instead of just eating it, he's just like sucking, he's on the he's just sucking out of like out a, like a bottle. big baby <laughs> bottle. That <laughs> uh, was cool, but um, I, I really liked at the end. I don't know if you guys caught this. Uh, Cap's parents, yeah. Apparently mm-hmm. apparently, like a uh, uh, Muppet Babies reference. I was just about to say that, yes. yeah, the, the
1: striped stockings and yes. the uh, oh, I didn't and the purple the shoes. Shoes. I, caught, I caught that, yeah, yeah, yeah I thought fantastic. that was like
2: pretty cool. Um, I mean, overall, it was, it was a fun thing. I just felt Muppet like Muppet Babies are metal, right. Muppet <laughs> metal. Yeah. I mean animal. You I, mean, I, I could point
3: I couldn't help but laugh also at the uh the Phoenix, oh, yeah, the Phoenix being like Fox, a yeah. chicken with like the googly eyes. That made me laugh. Um yeah, no,
2: I mean it was it was a fun read. It was it was a nice uh, little, you know, read but it it I, for me it left something a little bit more to be desired, but well, le- that yeah. being said, it wasn't like oh this is. Tra-. I was like okay that's cool. I'd like to see you just just go for it.
3: Next well, time. I, I didn't I didn't
1: bring it to be thought provoking. Yeah, I, I, you no, know. no it, was a- <laughs> it was. But I but I get what you're saying. I feel like like I when felt, you see I feel like they, they like Jail had heart back. and emotion and and feeling in it, and this was crazy and silly. Right, but they could have taken it a step further and and made it crazy and silly. And like give me feels or, you know, okay. and it in the stories. Yeah, I'll good. be honest with you. It's yeah. not the
2: feels that I'm missing. It's sure. just you, when I, like I look feel. at JLA, <laughs> the, the ones that were just pure comedy, right. It, they're, the stuff where it made me like really like, you know, like, oh yeah, that's hilarious. You know, this is like, oh, I get it. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. I think it's because JLA kind of delves more into each character. In, right. that, in that, mm-hmm. that, be, it's yeah. more character driven. I mean, they they still act like adults, kind of like this. I would say JL8 is kind of like uh, I. Won't, I know it's not what we're talking about, but I did some thinking on it ever since we talked about it way back when. It's kind of like Peanuts, like it, it treats them they're kids, but they but they react to things like adults. They mm-hmm. react, right. but they're also yeah. more self aware of how silly some of the choices that DC has made with those characters are. This just feels like, hey, let's make fun of the Avengers versus X Men crossover, yeah. <laughs> but but we'll do it in just like a cute little one off issue. We'll make a couple little jokes and we'll be in and out and on with the day, yeah. like it it doesn't seem like they sat down and went, I would have put so much thought into this. So, like, we'll, we'll do a little cutesy stuff in the background, but we're not going to try to write a compelling story or anything like that. It's just a fun little one shot. That's it.
3: Um, okay. So, on that note, would you guys, like, so if they turn this, we talked about, uh, what you call it, um, JL8 and, like, DC, get on this. So... If Marvel did the same thing and they got on this, would you guys read that?
0: Like Baby Marvel Universe? Yeah. Oh yeah. Heck yeah.
3: That'd be fun. Like just like this, but you know. I think with they. I think
0: they'd be smart lines. to do that in like a digital only format. That'd be really smart. That'd be a really smart like little digital book
2: for them to put it out. Right. I I, I would get on it um, because I feel that with more. Time for lack of better words, more pages. I I feel that they can they'll, they'll kind of get in that rhythm of being like, okay, cool. We don't have to cram it all in one book. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we can throw in some more jokes and some more fun times. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I don't know. I, I'm I'm sort of convinced by <coughs> by Chewie's what Chewie was <coughs> saying. That I think that uh, I think I'd like to see like if they, if this was an ongoing, I'd like to see like actual characters and actual development and an actual story. and stuff. Oh, for like that. sure. It'd It'd be because for kids doesn't mean it has to be dumb.
0: No, right, I, I think course. you would see that. I think this is just like a, just a one shot. So they sure. don't want to, to don't want to create a whole arc in this one thing. But I would say, yeah, I think they would. I think, I feel like if they were to make that into a longer series, they'd do something like that.
3: I do want to say that. Like, I love this art.
1: Like, I love <laughs> oh, the yeah, way that this really looks cool. it's like it's, it's simple, cute. but it's super like, I don't know. It, it, it's stylized, but the, the action is exciting looking and... and it's dynamic. Yeah, there it's, that's the it's word. It's very stylized and yeah. dynamic, and which it, are two words that I
3: love when it comes to comic book art.
0: And it goes to show you that you don't need the necessary... And we've gone over this time and time again, but once again, another example. You don't need the super polished, you know, typical big two comic book mm, art right. to make a good book i mean Absolutely. this is this is definitely colored a little bit i mean there's flat a lot of flat color but there is some but there colors. is some but there is some shading and there is some coloring mm-hmm. in there too that is is more like glossy and photoshoppy mm-hmm. but for the most part it, it's pretty flat oh, yeah. Um, but yeah I, I don't know i think once again this just goes to show that you don't necessarily need a crazy amount of like photoshoppy art to make a good book
3: yeah i agree mm-hmm all right,
0: so moving away from Avengers versus X Men Babies, Alan, let me ask you before we go, though. Uh, yes. This is probably, it's, it's Marvel, so it's probably available wherever comic books are sold. Oh, digitally. basically, yeah, you can get it.
3: Because yeah. um, it is a two year old book and it is a one shot, so you probably have to special order it from an actual shop, but you can get it digitally off Comixology. Cool. Yes. You
2: can find it pretty easily, I guess. So
0: uh, moving forward, uh, Chewie, tell us about your book. It is your turn. Tell us. Yes,
2: my book is. The Black Beetle, number one, uh, out on Dark Horse um, from Francesco Francovia. Obviously, we've read some Francesco um, with Mm -hmm. Afterlife uh, with Archie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, We've seen his stuff before. We've read his stuff before. You know, um, artist, writer, amazing. But um, I picked this one up on um, cover alone and I was like, this Mm -hmm. looks awesome. Flip through it. And uh, picked it up, and it wasn't until later where I realized, like, oh, cool, this is Frank Avila, also. So I picked it up, and I wanted to read it, so I brought it, and here it is.
0: Okay, cool. So, um cool yeah. Story. So, cool uh, story, bro. I, it, it's it's funny. It says it right on the cover, but I mean, this is just it, it's
1: it's a pulp. It's a modern pulp book through and yeah. through. Like it is a. For, so I don't know. Ryan, yeah. Let's take a second. Let's let's yeah, define Ryan, what is pulp. A, what is pulp, Ryan? Sure. I mean, it comes the name. The word pulp comes from. Uh, old like dime or cheaper novels that you know or stories that you would buy that were printed on pulp mm-hmm. paper since they're cheap uh but it's it's you know hard-boiled true crime you know people dying uh, you know <laughs> nothing uh, completely unvarnished just like you know bad guys and good guys Wait, and they
2: give us maybe an example if you wouldn't yeah. mind like okay in terms sure. of Popular culture, mm-hmm. like something that someone who has no idea what pulp or what a pulp story is, but like you they know, may maybe have heard of like movies a name or a, or yeah. something like that. Like if you could, sure, liken pulp to anything like that. Give us an example.
1: Sin City is yeah. is, oh, yeah. is like it's sort of the the modern pulp that you can try sure. to really easily i mean
0: like and classically i mean there's stuff yeah. like the shadow mm-hmm. the shadow is really well known. i was thinking I mean, the
1: spirit too the yeah the shadow, spirit, and the spirit both, mm-hmm. of them. both of them what In about, terms of like pulp heroes what mm-hmm. about like outside
2: the comic book realm just in terms of like movies when you think of like sure. a pulpy movie you think of like, like,
1: like a, uh like bogart like the maltese falcon okay. and stuff like that a lot of so film, it's noir. Kinda, kinda 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 film noir kind of film noir but it's but the, the 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 implication with pulp is that it's going to be kind of lurid, really violent, really sexy. Yeah. Uh that that kind of thing. So they call mm-hmm. it
3: pulp because like there's
1: chunks of dead no. people in <laughs> it no. because it was printed on cheap paper. Mm-hmm. Ah, pulp paper. pulp paper. It go. was basically disposable. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but knowing yeah, you, that, bearing that guys, in mind. What do you guys think? Um, I, I think it's cool. It's like, because I mean, there is stuff like I was going to mention the shadow, um, which is kind of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really call him like a superhero necessarily, but this feels like if they took a superhero story and just threw it in, and put put a pulp spin on it, even more than something like a Batman would, because um, it has the darkness mm. style of like type of uh, style like Batman does, but it's not, I don't know. It's not the same, but I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time reading it. Greedy,
3: like
1: 1930s yeah. feel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I have this weird spot. Uh, for noir and for like yeah. pulp because mm-hmm. half the time I'll absolutely love it mm-hmm. and then half the time I'll be like oh, this is just like trying too hard Yeah, mm. but I love the crap out of this okay. oh, yeah, cool. yeah. pardon awesome. my language I'm sorry <laughs> no, you can
2: uh, say <laughs> we are talking about beetles you can say I mean, love, it could be okay. a dung beetle oh yeah absolutely um, cra- No, no, cra- no I, I had crap is the
0: pulp word for this for this there podcast it's like, oh man look Alan's so pulp right now <laughs> <laughs> so we're meta pulp. pulp
3: let's not make that a thing meta and pulp so um, I actually had a lot of fun reading this and here's the thing is I caught myself about nine pages in going like, hey this is Batman but uh, like, <laughs> it I'm is I'm like Chewie you tricked me <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I was hit more by the shadow than Batman like this to me seems more like the shadow that's the yeah, other thing Batman yeah. doesn't kill people well he did in the early days well,
3: but this but, is more like the shadow the thing, he doesn't I kill mean,
2: people. Like, Black a, Beetle doesn't kill people or at least so far he's so far not he like, he's, he's got a gun on the cover
3: well no but they show him loading
1: darts okay now, fair point and remember, we don't know what's in the sound effect, is pff, fwi- not bang. And remember, yeah. he
2: wanted to like bring them down. He's like, I know they had it coming, but
1: like not like this, right? Well, yeah. he said he wants to bring him to justice. Yeah. He actually mentions that word specifically.
3: Yeah. I don't know. It just it, it felt like it had a really good pacing. Mm-hmm. Um, the dialogue and the internal monologue were really well written. There was nothing that was stated that like it, it led you through it. But there was nothing that was stated more than once that it because it didn't need to. It just spelled everything out for you, and as long as you're paying attention, yeah. You there's got plenty that. of pages mm-hmm.
1: that don't have the internal monologue monologue or any dialogue where it's totally clear what's happening. Oh yeah, I, yeah.
3: they do a they uh, maybe not so much show as tell, but mm-hmm. they do these like sequence panels, like uh, <clears throat> like within the span of a minute or so, and then you see the different stages of that minute, mm-hmm. uh, like when he's turning around in this jail cell here, or uh, I think when he's jumping across from the building before it explodes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they do a really good job of just the pacing. And, oh, yeah, when he's falling from the building. It's like he uh, top, middle, and then he's out of frame, and then there's a thought thing. But it's all within like a very split second of actual time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they lead you through this in at in a very good clip, and they give you a lot of information along the way.
2: I, I love the exposition two-page spread they did because they right. gave you a lot of information mm-hmm. with very few words and it doesn't feel like they're just being like, okay, so here's what we tell you everyone's background. They, yeah. He kind of does it in that internal monologue. sound like if he's talking directly to you, but it, it just flows very well. In the it, it, I think it has a lot to do with the way the page looks. No, yeah, yes, you're right. The I page agree.
1: layout of that section is incredible. The page layout of this whole book, I was yeah. just about to say, is incredible. Yeah,
2: it's, yeah. I wanted to ask you about that.
3: <laughs> uh, so I, I always think back to our very first episode when we were talking about Haunt and we were talking about the... Uh, the page layout and how it's confusing mm. and you need to be like yeah. clear on. And this takes very dynamic page layouts, like very different from page to page. I doubt they use the actual grid lines like more than a couple yeah. times. times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I never found myself going what's happening or in what order do I read this? They all mm-hmm. look really good and they all lead the eye perfectly. Um, and I, it, I just love the layout and I know that last time cause I just got done listening to it actually, uh, that we were talking about page layout being an art mm-hmm. and this is a great example of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: So with page layout, I, what what's your favorite page in this
3: book? Uh, oh gosh. Uh, well one that catches my attention right away is when you're looking through his goggles. So each, yeah. uh, each oh, panel yeah. is just like the two, the two, red, the two eyes. red eyes. But the thing is, if you look at it, it's all one picture. Yep. Um, even though there's three sets of eyes yeah
2: it's like he's checking them out in different stages yeah Yeah, so
3: it's it's all one point in time uh giving you different informations over that stretch of that one period of time while focusing on different things in one place it's just like it's really really cool in that sense um, also, is the page right after that where it's got him in this big circle and all mm, the panels are happening yeah. around yeah. him. Yeah, like standing there
2: with the guns. So
3: <sighs> it's basically at that this. That would be a cool poster. Yeah, holy, oh it? He's,
2: he's Deadpool Batman. Yeah, yeah basically. so <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I,
0: I have two favorite pages, actually. Yeah. Um, it's hard to pick. But believe it or not, even though it's not a big flashy one, I just like the way it's laid out. Page number eight, which is the one where it's all like there's like a circle and then there's the longer. It's kind of a weird layout. I just like the. Look oh, of I it. saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Page number eight where he, he pulls the gun. Oh, it's not yeah, even what's yeah. happening. It's just the way it's laid out. But the one that just struck me as being the coolest one is I don't even have to
2: say the page number helicopter jetpack. Oh, like <laughs> I was ask <laughs> yeah. oh, that. Heli- that was Nick, awesome. You're, you're flipping through this. I'm, I'm flipping through this and I'm like, okay, man, this is cool. It's like, you know, like mystery and like what's going on and then I flip the page and helicopter jetpack not just <laughs> a jetpack it's got propellers on it he's just yeah. flying over the harbor and just so going good. towards this cool. like Alcatraz and, and, it's style. Just,
0: oh. and it's just the perspective on it too it's, it's oh, really yeah. well done uh, yeah, I don't know. I really like it. I like that uh, Francisco signed his name there and there, too. Like quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I also... Can we talk to you? Because we talked about this. We talked about Afterlife with Archie. I mean, mm-hmm. do, Ryan, do you have a... Fa- let me ask before I go forward. Do you sure. have a
1: favorite page? Oh, man. This like this book is beautiful. <laughs> Isn't yeah. it? Um, I like all the pages that you guys mentioned. I, I think the page that you brought up earlier, the exposition page, mm-hmm. like I just like... Like in film, that would be like a montage. Yeah. But you right. get so much more information in just that one page. It reminds me, like the only thing I can think of is the, the back matter and some of the Watchmen issues. Yeah, I can, but, I can it, but it's not even as, like, it's more information dense even than that because it's everything right on one page. Right. And you get an immediate feeling for like who these both of these crime bosses are and they're, how they're distinct, but at the same time. I like that Did you guys also it. notice that this whole book is basically four colors? Yeah,
0: yep. that's what I was gonna just talk about next is the coloring. We yeah, talked about yeah. this with Afterlife with Archie. Too yeah. so I think the coloring his red style is blue. Green. Oh yeah,
1: yellow, black. lots of black. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus, fantastic. So oh, it's awesome. some purple, but
2: yeah.
0: This is the kind of book that I'm not surprised that this artist and well now he's a writer on this as well yeah. had to put together. This is not something now, I would say that is out of his wheelhouse at all.
2: The the story. So I mean, mm-hmm. we can go on and on about uh, Franco Villa's art. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. it's it's because easy. It's, great. it's so good. Yeah, I, it it really is. Um, but story wise, I want to hear what you guys have to say about it, dude. That maze guy.
1: Yeah, I know oh, that was a crazy looking night right? villain.
0: And I love that that the last bit there where it's, it's literally every film noir. It's, Oh my gosh, the, I know who it was. It was dead. Like I, I, I like that sort of stuff. Yeah, like that's yeah. it. And it has, it has a kid that he picks up. I was going to say, I like the kid. The, I haven't read the, obviously the rest of the books, but I have a feeling that kid's going to come back and be important yep. in some way. Well,
2: and it's a four issue miniseries yeah. too, yeah. which
0: yeah. is
3: yeah.
2: awesome. Cause it's not like, Oh man, here we go. It's huge. Like yeah. you could just read this like little story and be it's done this little like gem, mm-hmm, you know, that right. exists out there. Um I really like the story because at first I'm reading it, I'm like, I'm not going to lie at first. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, this is pretty awesome, you know? Mystery. It hits all he, the beats. He, you know, right. he he wants to know who's going to, you know, you're like, he's got to take down the bad guy. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, someone's taken him out before he does.
1: <laughs> and it, but it really throws you in like right in the middle. It doesn't throw yeah. you in with him saying like, I got to go take down these bad guys. It throws you in with him like already on already the way to there. take him down. Mm-hmm. Like start just yeah.
2: starting like his, his stake out and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, but
1: still th- different
3: than all the Eastern comics that we've read. Right. Where yeah, sure. it throws you in the middle, this still gives you a lot of exposition. It's true bef- it on the upfront. Yeah, so even I've, though it kind of starts in the same way, it w- still gives you all that upfront. I feel
2: the eastern version of this would have started like right when he's loading his gun and he's shoot and he's going to shoot it and then it explodes. Yeah, you know, and it yeah. Yeah. Them, it's right. like, What is happening? Right. Um, but yeah, once he gets to that uh, Alcatraz place and he's like questioning him, and then you know he gets taken out at first. I'm like, oh, the guards killed the dude. Why? <laughs> like, Why they killed the dude? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Personally, I wasn't like, oh, someone got to They're taking him out specifically I thought they were just like, we're guards And we're, you know, this is a mean place We're gonna yeah, kill yeah. them, negligence And then, <laughs> um, you know, you see like the dude come um, You know, take off the hat And he's got like the costume And you're like, whoa, he's like a maze guy
3: He's awesome. like a maze guy yeah. So he's Labrinto Labrinto <laughs> That sounds like a superhero name A maze guy A maze
2: guy <laughs> Uh, Alan, <laughs> draw a, a
3: maze guy. guy. A <laughs> I, I don't have to; he's right here. Uh, <laughs> um So yeah, the reason he's called Maze Guy, by the way, is because he's in a bright gold like a morph suit. suit, yeah, like a morph suit looking thing, and like it's a Green got a man suit, yeah, uh, black uh, maze maze. maze like, it looks like Lawrence. a yeah, maze is drawn yeah. on him.
0: I can't describe it any better than that. um Yeah, yeah I, I mean overall, true. I have to tell you, I really had a good time reading it. It's only yeah. four issues, so. I mean, did it I'll be honest. It, it was just it hit all hit all the beats of yeah. um of a typical like film noir pulp thing. So I kinda knew where it was going. But that being said, I still want to read more.
3: In the back matter by oh, the way. Back is right. too. There's a preview for the next issue. Right. Introducing uh. the enigmatic Labyrintho. Labyrinth.
0: Oh, Labyrinth, that's right.
3: Labyrinth yes. which is Labyrinth. Yes. Maze. Oh yes. God. There we go. Yes. Oh, then, oh, I didn't notice an that. An H Do you think it
0: was, he's played by David Bowie? <laughs> wow. No. Okay. Are there puppets? puppets? Can, you Are there gonna be like, puppets in this? I, don't I don't know where you with the
2: the last page in this like could have been a cover, like, or could mm-hmm. have been a poster for mm-hmm. like a film noir movie it's or a something cliffhanger, like that. Yeah. It, it's it's just you know you have music... He's on the cliff, and right. like, the bad guy's getting away in the boat. And it's like the Black Beetle—no way out.
1: A <laughs> uh, mystery tale.
2: Yeah. And the way that when you open the book, you see an old timey radio first. Mm. Like, isn't that awesome? Old time radio. Old timey radio. You
3: know, I, it's it's weird, but I have a like a huge thing for logos, and I love mm, the but, Black Beetle logo on his chest. Oh, it's yeah. just so simple, and you immediately know what it is. And it's just, oh, I love that. It's just that now, circle there. The one
2: last thing I want to add in, because we're talking about little details with the mm-hmm. last book, you know, the, the blocks in the background, mm-hmm. the toys right. in the background, it, the lettering on this. Mm-hmm. Whenever, you know, the beginning of a letter is circled with a black circle, yeah, and it's got, like, gray letters in it, so when there's a T at the beginning, like the word the, it looks like a black beetle. Yep. Uh. I love that. I was just like, oh, look like that little beetle. <laughs> uh, that is beetles are cool. metal that's
3: <laughs> true <laughs> beetles are now metal <laughs> yeah well if you've ever seen the mummy then they have the scarabs that eat your yeah eyes. that's true that's pretty metal yeah
2: well, I feel no, like
1: that's the, really metal the scarab design is sort of influential on on this mm-hmm. okay, oh yeah for sure yeah. he did have uh in his little
3: study space he had a couple uh egyptian urns next yeah, to yeah he does have mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah there's now, some
0: like a uh, looks like a statue he, of uh, a little well. mummified a cool well part. On the side we there. see
2: that mm-hmm. but nowhere in this issue in Do this we know why first issue are we like why is he doing this right. who is he really
1: yeah we don't get where an origin did, or where anything.
2: did we get but why a black beetle? Why not, you know, another bat or like, or some yeah. sort of a bird. Or I whatever,
0: shall
1: become you know? a beetle. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's,
0: it's because, it's because, and Ryan and I talked about this on a uh, super action bros. We talked about this, the idea that as, as a, someone who's familiar with pop culture, you just already know you're like, okay, he's some sort of costume crime fighter. Move forward. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to really it, have all that backstory. Right. So, but no one's confused by looking at this and be like, what is this? Yeah.
3: But at the, uh, uh, we I mean, usually when you listen to old timey radio, they usually give you a breakdown at the very beginning. Right. Like uh the Lone Ranger who is you know, yeah. he rides a horse and he's He's alone He's for justice and all this other stuff and they give you kind of a little brief he synopsis every single time. Right.
2: Um, what I think is cool is because I haven't read forward yet I'm like mm-hmm. I'm hoping like you know at some point in a back matter thing maybe we'll see a little like how he becomes a black middle oh I'm sure that's, that's yeah. what I'm or maybe
1: a, a future series
0: Chewie I, w- I would check out the shadow I feel like he would really not the movie oh, yeah. but I feel like he would really do. come <laughs> the on <laughs> the, movie wasn't the bad. catchphrase for the shadow is who knows what evil lurks in the yeah. hearts of men yeah the, the shadow, shadow knows, knows. Yeah. And he laughs all maniacally and right? he has a huge nose and he, so he uses like guns dumb. and stuff and he's, he's a lot like Batman he's a millionaire yeah. playboy You'd like you'd like the
2: shadow a lot. Oh yeah, no, I, I I like
0: noir stuff. Baldwin plays Was, That's Wasn't,
3: true. wasn't uh, the shadow like a crossover with Dick Tracy at some point? Um, all of those, know, maybe, I might be so. imagining pulp heroes.
2: They all got together. That sounds pretty cool. They all got together and had a party at some point. Batman
1: fought Captain America. I'm sure. I'm sure. So yeah. So Chewie. Yeah.
2: Tell look, us more. Where can we get I, this? I kind of found it randomly, uh, shopping around and stuff like that. It, it's not a book that you find everywhere in print. I mean, mm-hmm. go look for it. Go look for it. You'll find it. Um, you know, your local comic book shop, but you can find it
1: digitally as well. It's Dark Horse, so it's not going to be on Comixology. you exactly. got to download the Dark Horse app Dark or go Horse to their app. website. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Correct.
2: Yay.
0: Okay, well, moving away from the world of the Black Beetle and into the... I will warn you right now, very somber book I chose to bring, but I, but I love it. It's to me is very inspiring. It's a book. Uh, it's a, uh, one shot. It is by, uh, artist and writer Dean Tripp, who Ryan actually introduced me to this, uh, this gentleman a long time ago. Not, yes. not, not personally. I hope no. to actually see him at comic con this year. So we'll see. Um, but, uh, this book, he, uh, it's a digital only book right now, but it will be coming out in print shortly. Uh, it's a one shots book called something terrible. Um, so it's kind of a pretty heavy book. Uh, it, it's it's autobiographical. Um, it talks about him. The main character we follow in the book is him as a young boy and he mentions kind of after you read it, he has a whole little bit after that kind of talks about the book. Um, but basically he had I don't there's no light way to put it he was molested as a child by another child. By um, an older person, like a teenager, and it it kind of. His, I thought it was his father. His, no, it was his. It was a. It was a neighbor. It was a neighbor. Oh, it was a neighbor. I didn't pick up. So, that. so um, you read and the he. At the end. Yeah, and he. He. Okay, um. Well. I mean, it really talks about and the, the reason I picked it and not to not to purposely poke <laughs> Alan, but he really relates to Batman. and He yeah. took the uh, kind of story of Batman and kind of applied it to himself. And I don't know. I just really love this book. I think it's a beautiful message at the end. I think it's, I I just think it's great, but I want to hear what you guys have to say. Tell
2: me about it. What do you guys
3: think? The feels. Oh God, the feels, right? So many feels, (laughs) all the feels. I'm going
2: to say that this did not impact me as heavily as it probably should have. And that's of no fault to Dean Tripp. Mm -hmm. That's a fault to me because I actually listened to the fat man on Batman episode Mm. where he's being interviewed by Kevin Smith and they talk about the book. And I knew that was going to happen. But it was so interesting. I couldn't stop listening to it. Mm -hmm. Every part of me was like, skip this episode and read the book. Yeah, But, um, no, I just, I, I listened to it. And so I, I knew everything was happening, but I will say this, not so much when I was reading it, but when I was hearing them talking about it, oh man, it, it was, I, I rolled a tear or two, dude. Like I, I know that happened. So I'm like driving, crying, you know, like as, you know, they're talking about mm-hmm. terrible things like that. Um, so anyone walking past my car, being past <laughs> my car is like, what is going on in oh, that yeah. car? Um, but no, I re- getting to see it in print was pretty awesome you know or not in print but digitally um Mm -hmm. displayed visual visual medium that's what i'm talking about yeah it it was it was rad i mean what yeah i don't know what else i can say about that right now
3: there's a lot i like about this book uh i like the storytelling i like the openness and the truthfulness behind it i like the art it's very like honestly this is i don't know me i don't want to sound derogatory when i say this but it it looks like webcomic art yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but Ryan, the process, I mean, obviously I have a thing for webcomics, so it's fine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> R- Ryan, tell, so where is Dean Trip normally cuz you're b- you're a bigger
1: Dean Tripp fan than I am. I like it. Sure.
0: But I would say that you are.
1: Yeah, no, I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big fan of Dean Trip. I mean, as far as the
0: I, as far as yeah. the artwork, though, It's funny. He mentioned webcomic cuz yeah, Dean Trip no, actually he, does a
1: webcomic. Got to, got to start doing webcomics. He had a comic called Butterfly, which was about a sidekick to a sidekick. Interesting. Um and it's <laughs> it's, it's cute. It's cute. Uh, but it, but then also he um, he runs a site uh, called Project Rooftop that does uh, comic oh, book character yeah. redesigns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so yeah, he has a history sort of in web co- web comics and things. Gotcha. So it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, I I'll say four words uh, that that make me the reason, and I'll explain it afterwards. But you'll be safe here. <sighs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I when I first okay, so let let's set this up yeah. for our readers. Um, so uh, there's a point in this where. Dean uh, basically what happens he goes through his life he kind of embraces this whole Batman thing and it really gives him strength to deal with his problems and all the stuff that he went through as a child and at one point he's watching television and he's watching like a crime drama and they basically say there's a cycle of abuse so if you were you know molested as a child, you're going to do that to somebody. And so all of a sudden appears this kind of, this is something that's true. You can only do in comic books with, there's this ghostly arm that with a gun that appears next to his head, like a phantom limb. And it's because basically he told himself, if I ever get an urge like that, I'm just going to kill myself. There's no point to live anymore Mm -hmm. at that point. If I ever have any sort of like, that sort of feeling towards ch- children or anything like that. That's messed up. I'm not doing it. I'm killing myself so much so that he can't even bathe his young son. That's and how we, worried he yeah, is. He was
1: worried about it at the time.
0: Yeah. So at the, at the time, not, not anymore, but Man. he starts drawing this comic book, um, in the middle of it. And it's, uh, it's like super nerd dumb that, which I love so much. It shows him as a kid. And all of a sudden in his bedroom appears the TARDIS from Dr. Who. So the TARDIS appears in his bedroom and who steps out of the TARDIS? And,
2: and you're, you're like, <gasps> Oh, it, the, is, doctor's is the doctor going to step oh out? No. <laughs> not doctor even. Who, that's going to be cool. Not
0: even Batman.
2: Batman steps uh, out of a Tardis. TARDIS. That happened in this
0: book. That's right. And, it, and <laughs> oh! the best part about it, it, and it makes so much sense too, he goes, because Batman, there's not much dialogue in this book, yeah. which is no, great. There's hardly any. Um, he goes, hello, Dean. Do you know who I am? And little Dean Trip goes, you look like Batman. He goes, that's right. I'm Batman. Which I love because he mentioned this too. You look like Batman. At this point, the, when, when he was this young, he had not seen the Batman movie yet. So the only Batman he was familiar with was Adam West. Yes. And this doesn't uh, look like Adam yeah, West yeah, Batman. Yeah. yeah. Um, he says, this is my part that made me start tearing up. This is where I started uh, tearing up. He goes, you know, I'm not really supposed to let people from your earth know that we're all real. But then, but then I figured Dean Tripp already knows I'm real. You'll be safe here. And he opens the door of the TARDIS. And there's this huge color pa- page. of which just is, Which is the first
1: use of full color in yes, the book. Yes, in the book. Oh, yeah. And
0: it's, just, it's everybody. It's, it's a, inside of the TARDIS and it's everybody. And yeah. I mean everybody and you're like everybody every single person there's ninja, turtles. there's ninja turtles there's power rangers there's optimus prime there's superman there's the hulk there's the doctor in there too there's it kind of reminds me of that Rocketeer. episode of
3: south park where yeah. they like the imagination world or whatever? Yeah, yeah it exactly. like it's, it's, it's just it's everything <laughs> yeah. you want. It's
0: it's it's just, it's just, it's a fantastic but piece of awesome. art. And I will tell you, Comic Con, they sell prints of these, and I'm buying it. Like oh, for sure. One, one bit, you, should you put it up in here. I, I will have
2: it on my iPad right now. I needed to look at this picture again.
0: It's it's. I read it on my right computer. Fan- it's, fan- it's fantastic. Um, it's there's God. Captain Planet. There's everybody butterflies in there too. Hold on, Sandman. An alternate
2: Batman
1: in the background. You can no, there's that's that's bats man Bats. uh you can you can zoom in there are corners the where crow. you can see the crow is yeah, there the or sting there. Spawn uh, also the sand, yes. sandman is there uh, you can see captain planets there you can see captain malcolm reynolds from the firefly mr incredible uh, and link Rocket from legend Theater. of zelda oh, boy, i
0: didn't notice till i read this again uh i didn't notice but uh, speed racer but rose tyler's in there too mm-hmm. oh really he's
3: in there spike from uh cowboy bebop's in uh-huh, there thor yeah. is in there guys so many Iron giant
2: and wow is that voltron it looks like, like in the back Dean Tripp is in there too. Oh like, God, Neo Deep is Trip.
1: here. Why?
3: Uh,
1: I think <laughs> there's also Tron in there. Yeah. Uh, Peter so Pan. Can I talk about this? Can I talk about it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah yes, and, yes. Oh, Marty McFly is my favorite one. All right. Too. So so the the reason this impacted me, um, I, this book gives me a lot of feelings. Uh, we talked, we said feels, feels earlier, so I'll just do it. All the feels. Uh, this, book, this book gives me feels because like, I didn't have the background that Dean Tripp had. No,
0: I have it either. I'm lucky no, enough to but not have that either.
1: All of us here... Are nerds. We grew up at least to, to a certain extent, to nerds. And and what he's, I think the sort of the the understanding that I got out of the you'll be safe here is, like, all of us have at some point, to a certain extent, retreated into popular culture, retreated into one of the characters who are here when when the pressures of palace life got too difficult for us. Yeah do you know what i mean? Yeah and I and, and, yeah, I and, got it. and that's and that's the, sort of the power of this is, is basically saying like yeah fiction is fun and yeah comics is cool but but there's power in yeah. in in the representation of something greater than yourself there's power in mm-hmm. that you can tra- you can take strength from that and you can i mean it, it's it's basically dean trip dean trip proselytizing the religion of superheroes Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but but it's it, it's saying that like Pop culture, or or just you know like stories, fiction mm-hmm. has power in the real world. Mm-hmm.
2: The, yeah, yeah. There, there's a reason why through some of my more difficult times, I would just binge watch the first like four seasons of Futurama over. Mm-hmm. And, like <laughs> yeah. literally in a, in a matter of a week, I will have watched the four seasons of that show nonstop, maybe like four or five times, completely yeah. all the way through. Just because. It's something like you said, where you could take refuge in. You, mm-hmm. You're safe there until, yeah. yeah. like, you're okay to come out again. Well,
0: yeah. and and I mean, I will say the other two messages I got from this because I saw this when I first saw this out of context because I saw this artwork and Ryan showed to me like, isn't this cool? Mm-hmm. And the first thing I got from it, without knowing the story or anything about what's what's happening in the, in the book, um, I just kind of thought the idea like, wow, like all these people who are, and we talked about this uh, before, I think all the the kind of like, well, my thing is better than your thing, you know, my, the Transformers are better than Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. or Batman's, as we say, Batman's better than the Green Lantern. <laughs> Here it shows that that doesn't matter. It's all the same. It's yeah. all it's it, it's all great, and it's all just as important as each other. Um, and then re- reading it in context is the idea that. I, this made me. I think I don't. I don't. I'm not, like like Ryan said, I don't have the background that Dean Trip has in in life with, with this sort of thing happening to me. But what this shows me is that that little silly thing that I take solace in. And for me, it's Batman. I mean, maybe for Alan, it's I don't know Scott Pilgrim or the Green Lantern or something.
3: It's actually a, it, I was. If I could put my two cents in yeah, real quick on that Do is, uh, uh, for me, it was actually a um, lot of anime and a lot of manga. That's so f- like that's cool. the yeah. most feels that I have are from like watching Naruto and and bleach remember when i said i binged on those 200 chapters in like a couple weeks that Mm -hmm. was exactly why Mm -hmm. it was just it was much better to be there than to worry about whatever social issues i was having at the time um so yeah in in that case it would be more like that
0: and for me the idea that like what i was was going with is just like the idea that this stuff matters and it's not just silly garbage like so the idea that you know listen if i'm getting up and i'm tired for work and i and and kevin smith said it but i kind of echoed it which is like (laughs) Bruce Wayne only survives on three hours of sleep. So if he can do this, you can do this. And I go, okay, I can do this. Like it gives me that strength to get out of bed and go through the day. Or like, you know, hey, when I was a kid, Peter Parker had to deal with being awkward and weird and he got through it and look how cool he is. Like that's the idea that like, that's not silly. Like to me, I always thought, oh, I must be the only person who thinks that way. And very clearly mm-hmm. I'm not. And that really, that's where it struck me and hit me. Like I, I re- finally just clicked in my head that I'm not weird. Like I'm not, really? I'm not the only person who thinks this way, mm-hmm. which is great.
2: You're, t- you're talking to a dude you, you live with a dude now who in the morning seven in the morning when I was in in school, okay like like in college and I would go on the elevator by myself, I would stop like in my head like while the elevator's going up to the fifth floor and just think, if the elevator got caught right here, and there was a zombie apocalypse right now. How would <laughs> I escape here? What would be my nearest <laughs> safe point? Right. And how can I get there? Would I? Would I die? Yeah. Like I would literally do that. And there's people standing like next to me. I'd be just be like looking around the elevator. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are like, "Whoa!"
3: Did you start guy. laughing maniacally. No, no, no.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I didn't have enough energy for that. But they were probably <laughs> like in the this guy? Why is this guy sizing up the elevators? Yeah. This guy with a beard. <laughs> I mean, and 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 the way I mean, and,
0: and moving forward, the way that the book kind of ends, he he ends up reading Wikipedia and realizing that that statistic. He heard when was a kid is, is garbage. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you just see a little Batman arm come in and grab a little phantom arm. It says no guns. And it just disappears. Uh, and it so ends with him sitting and reading. I'm going to get emotional now. So <laughs> so here's a question. Ends with you him guys. sitting and reading a book with his kid who's big on Spidey. That's why he's wearing a little Spider-Man shirt. Yeah. Oh. Here's
2: a question for you guys. So we talked about how there's not a whole lot of uh, dialogue or, or words or captions in, in this book. And I know he mentioned that before in his interview. Um, you know, and I, th- I think he had some mixed feelings. He's like, I wasn't sure if there was too little in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've heard some people say, oh, no, it was perfect. It was beautiful. I would say less words. Some people would say, you know, like, oh, I think there should have been more. Where do you guys fall on that? How do you guys feel about, um, you know, sh- the show don't tell in this book? Uh,
3: so I actually, like, when it comes to show and don't tell, it's really interesting because I have an experience with that. Not like a big experience, but so when I was uh, for... I don't know, a couple weeks, I was doing these little tiny strips called Dinosaur and Robot. And uh, one of them, uh, I had we it all... do it again, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's a great... <laughs> Apparently, everybody really great. likes Dinosaur that's and That's a robot. great comic, man. Yeah,
0: it's like a cute idea. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's ever done that before. I need, so to, I need to get on that. Continue like um, dinosaurs
3: d- and robots. <laughs> and so, one of them, it was uh, Dinosaur and Robot, and they're watching this butterfly fly across three panels. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and when I had it planned out, I had this kind of back and forth dialogue <laughs> across the three panels. And then when it got to the last, uh, when it got to the last panel, it had the joke and blah blah, and um, and then my girlfriend comes over and she goes, you know, I don't know, maybe it needs less words. I'm like, maybe I can take out these words, maybe I can take out these. And she's like, why don't you just take out all the words? And I took them all out, and it made it twice as like, if not yeah. three times better. Yeah. It was way better to just watch it happen than yeah. to have it explained to you. Yeah. Right. And and I think in this particular case, it's way better to watch like because he's good enough that like his expressions come through on his characters yeah. yeah so if you can express that emotion it's way better to show instead of tell in that yeah, sense yeah. so that's
0: yeah And I, I think that the lack of dialogue in here makes the dialogue that is in here more impactful yes yeah, so, so it makes Great. it super important Um, as opposed to just having dialogue or or having no dialogue, I think that it, it adds a a huge element of impact when that happens. Mm -hmm. So I like it the way it is to answer your question. Uh,
2: For, for me, I like the (sighs) amount that's in there. Um, there's a couple of places where I would maybe reposition some of it. Sure. I know he mentioned on his interview, um, and I think Kevin said he didn't catch that at the beginning, the first panel where he's sitting on the front porch, he looks kind of sad and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I guess, like, one of the things was, like, some people kind of think, like, oh, he's sad. And then when they read it, they're like, oh, this has been happening for a while. Yeah. Um This was an isolated incident, right? Is what I said. It was, was it, yeah, once, it, was, or it was once or twice? was once or twice. It was, like, over um, a period of yeah. But of a that of days. first panel is supposed to be him waiting for his dad, who never uh, showed up. Right. Yeah. But we don't get a lot of clarification on that. And, I mean, it's... I don't think it has that big of an impact to be like, oh, well, the story's ruined because, no, but some people might be like, wait a minute. So, like, what's what's going on there? So, you know, I mean, you can look at that. I think the amount in there balances it out, like Ian said. It makes when there are words in there that much more impactful. So, I think that that's great, you know, just that finding that balance, you know, to, it's baby bear, you mm-hmm.
1: know, in yeah. that
2: sense. You know, <laughs>
0: it's, it's just right.
1: It's just right. Mm hmm. Uh, you guys all pointed at me. It's funny. Uh, I feel like, I feel like all the books this week are evidence that I have influenced you all yeah. towards, <laughs> towards my style of comedy, but especially this one. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Dean Tripp. I love yeah. his art style. Um, I just like, I follow him on Tumblr, I follow him on Twitter. You know, we've we reached out to him before. Yeah. Well, he there. and I have reached out to him. I've, I've tweeted back and forth with him. I like, I just like, I, I get what the guy's putting down. Like I I like his style. I like the stuff that he's into. You're picking up um, what he's putting down. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, this book is, I, I read this book right when it came out. I spent the buck right, right. As soon as he yeah. put it out. And and I never, I, don't know, I never brought it because I just, I, you know how sometimes you have those things and you feel like, like, and, and they make you, they give you feelings or, or, you know, you read them and you're like, this is mine. Like I, and you like hold it close. This is how I felt about this book. I'm really glad you brought it. You yeah. Know? Um, I but, my was the
0: opposite. I'm like, I want to share this book with as yeah. many people as possible yeah. because, and I know that's I don't, probably the right impulse. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I, the reason was because I know, I, I don't know that I know a lot of people who have gone through stuff like this mm-hmm. or, or have, or anything like that. But I just go, just read this. Like almost to my nerdier friends to be like, it almost as if to kind of have the same feel I did. Like it's okay to take solace in mm-hmm. the things that people will say, yeah. like, you know, people take solace in religion or they take solace in, you know, whatever, whatever they take solace in, this is valid too. And you can have those same emotions and feelings for it. And it's okay. And it's not dumb or stupid.
1: And that's why I will intensely debate, you know, people about Batman. Yeah. (laughs) That is why too. That's why I'm so passionate about this. I don't understand. This is, this explains it. Yeah. yeah. And I,
0: and and I mean, he's gotten from what I understand, he's gotten like a huge outpour of people saying like, you know, the, for you as Batman, for me, it's this character, or I totally get where (laughs) you come from. I was a victim of this people starting a dialogue and not being afraid to hide or not talk about it. Mm. You know,
2: so. so, I know we've been getting a little heavy here. Look, yeah. I, I have a question to maybe lighten sure. it up. Sure. Yeah. When can we just have Dean take that room, the TARDIS, uh, <laughs> and just be like, you have all these characters. You've drawn them. You've created them. They're all in an enclosed space together.
4: Uh-huh. Make
3: stories with that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would Chewie, be-
2: have you heard of... Fan fiction. fiction oh
1: God! <laughs> I
3: want
2: him. I want him, but I want him to do that. I yeah, want, no, like, I do too. yeah, I know. Speed Racer. You to have no, it. it's okay. Chew, you should
1: follow Dean on Tumblr. Yeah, the, you would like yes. Dean.
3: You would love Dean. Trip. The world of fan fiction is written by thousands of people. Some of them <laughs> no, are not terrible. Yeah, yeah, some of them are <laughs> actually. good. I've read some good fan fiction before. Look,
2: I want Speed Racer and Harry Potter to the, have. Um, to have <laughs> Come on, Alan. Oh, I'm just saying. Come on, to I'm have just an saying. argument. Cut that part out. About who left the toilet seat up.
1: Jeez. Oh man, I would I read book. that book. In a heartbeat.
2: <laughs> That's like four panels
1: right I'd, there. I tell totally you, we're for waiting that for that joke. Weekly. Jeez.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for lighting it up, Jimmy. Um, and Alan, what's wrong with you? Um, you just <laughs> so had to get many one many jab words. about Batman. Oh
3: uh, no! Come on, you can't make Alan. fan fiction set up and not Alan, talk about that.
0: Can we all say it together? One, two, three. Alan. Batman's, Batman's great.
1: Let's retire that bit.
0: No, it's great. It's going <laughs>
1: on a t-shirt, you can't retire it. Yeah, you can't it. retire
0: it. So, okay, if you did want to read this book though, and and take the emotional journey, and just kind of check it out for yourself, um, you can pick it up. It's it digital only, but it's not available through Comicsology. Uh, it's available through Dean Tripp's uh, website. It's ticker.com slash something terrible. It's ninety nine cents. Yep. Um, it will be coming out in print format soon. Um, so he is going to actually sell print copies. And if you also, if you like that big panel of everything you can buy his artwork he does prints he does a lot of awesome prints the comic book yeah, covers he does. he does one called space and he does this thing space time's finest and it's like superman or batman covers with like the doctor on them so if you're like <laughs> nice. a batman superman or doctor who fan like they're, they're pretty cool yeah. yeah um so yeah check his stuff out i think he's also dean trip.com that's t-r-i-p-p-e
1: yeah. So, Chances are if you Google them, you'll find some yeah. of the stuff.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. But just remember that E. It's very important. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, something terrible. So moving away from the heavy emotionalness, but beautifulness into uh, Ryan's book this week. Ryan, tell us about the book that you brought.
1: Sure. Uh, I brought a book called Sparra. Spera has sort of an interesting backstory. It's all, uh, it's written by this, uh, this guy named Josh Tierney. Uh, and it started as sort of these ideas that he came up with for stories. And then he asked some friends of his on the internet to do just sort of like drawings. And then from there, he uh, he's collaborated with a ton of different artists. And I have uh, the first volume of of these stories, and every chapter is by a different artist. And there's lots of different um, characters, different like little stories where he he gets an artist like uh, like Luke Pearson or somebody is like, hey, write a story with these characters in this universe. And so it, it's it's uh, Josh Tierney's just sort of created this world and created these characters, and then he has a, a story, and then he just gets different people whose uh, who he thinks are awesome and and uh, to do to do work in it. So we're reading the first chapter. It was uh, I found out about this um, basically at WonderCon. I was at the Arkea booth and they were having a, a sale. I was buy a comic, buy a book, get another one for half price. And so I bought the first two episode, the first two volumes of Sparrow because somebody had said, "Oh, it's sort of like uh, it's like if Lord of the Rings met Miyazaki." And I was like, "Well, that's that sells me on it." Uh, and so I gave you guys the first chapter. What would you guys think? Wow. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Wow. Yeah? Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, all in favor of Ryan winning. Ryan
1: wins. And I forgot the name the artist. artist of the chapter is uh, Kyla Vanderclug.
2: That's one of the things that really sold me on this. That dude. art is, uh, is uh, outstanding. It's
1: mm. so interesting. Like, it's a
3: half... It, it's flat colors and sometimes it looks like layered, like there's mm-hmm. no uh, border lines, uh, and sometimes there are border lines. I mean, it's, um, it's textured. It, it's oh, simple, wow. but uh, it's geometric in, at times, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. makes it feel kind of like uh, I don't, it, you know, what, it feels like Great Mouse Detective type. Like I don't <laughs> yeah, know why, it, you That's know what it does? Me it, of. it
0: really gives me this idea of like like '90s Disney concept art, and like, not in a mm-hmm. bad yeah, way, yeah. like in a good way. Um, it, but it it works so well. Um, I I love the I love the costuming. Mm-hmm. Like I love I love their choices. That it's not, it's it's kind of a medieval setting, but they're not really dressed super medievally. It's mm-hmm. almost a little steampunk in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's a cool. Bit. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. You guys keep going. Uh,
3: <laughs> okay. First... Real quick question. Because sure. I'm sorry. Before Hold you. On uh are they both girls yes they're both girls. Yeah, okay that's what i
0: right. assumed i wasn't yeah. sure either i didn't want to feel okay, like they, was, thank uh, you alan i didn't i don't feel stupid anymore. no no she
1: no. It was, it was, I, and i think that they're both supposed to be sort of like early teenage girls so they're yes. not like super curvaceous or anything. no no, 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 but no, no,
3: it, no it was just the fact that she was dressed she's got short hair and
0: you know i look books that don't necessarily portray women as being super curvaceous yeah, that's exactly. a dc marvel thing
3: sorry guys um you you're gonna say something
2: no i was just saying that the title page or the chapter page alone I'm just like as soon as I saw that I was like whoa that's like pretty rad I, I I don't know just visually I can't get over like looking at this book and just the character design like you said I didn't even catch that it was two girls I thought it was a boy
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but,
2: um it, it didn't even really matter you know to me and in, in, in that no sense. I found myself just, not caring also yeah it's yeah. just one of those things where I was like oh, I want to know more why what is happening why is there, why is there a battle why is there a war why would they send someone over there to kill everyone mm-hmm. you know like there's a lot of those questions and yonder he, he's some big dude with a big yeah. beard and then the next scene you see yonder and he's a big like orange like wolf fox thing on fire <laughs> on
3: fire on fire
2: Oh, so cool yeah. That's pretty metal,
3: Dean. Yeah. That it, is pretty metal. That's a cool book. The dialogue in this book, I love the dialogue in this book. It's so smart. Like when um, they're like, hey, <laughs> Yonder says something. It's like, I thought you were sleeping. He says, I am. And then uh, I forget, one of the girls asks a question. He goes, I could answer you, but I'm still sleeping, apparently, or something like that. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, you know, it, it's dialogue that would probably confuse some people if they you know, um, weren't into. it it sounds dumb but if you don't read a lot you don't understand how dialogue can jump between characters without any sort of uh, uh, invitation to speak Mm -hmm. like it it, in my opinion that's what makes dialogue smart uh, is when it flows like normal dialogue and you can tell why it flows that way Um, so I really liked that particular aspect and the fact that these characters seem real in a sense that the dialogue Mm -hmm. coming out of them is not cheesy it's not overdone it's not overly dramatic it's Mm -hmm. it has a sense of urgency but it doesn't feel like it was forced in any yeah. way. And so that's why I really liked the, the dialogue in this book. And on top of the art, it looks really cool. Did, uh, did the same artist do
1: this cover for the chapter? Um, let me check. Because it looks different. No, My, I, think wh- that that's, I think the covers are by Fu Chan, who uh, also did the character designs.
0: Oh, gotcha. My question is, do, do these people do commissioned artwork? Because I have a couple <laughs> of characters from popular culture. I'd like to see them do Artists well. always do commissioned
3: I artwork. I know, right?
1: Please, if you guys are listening to this for any reason, please I, reach out to me. I well, would be interested in some commissioned artwork. And since I have the... Because the, I have, cause this is the first chapter, and I have the first two volumes. Every chapter is a different artist. Oh, cool. Uh, and, right. and, each, and it's funny because this... Like the book that I brought, uh, the book that I have, it's got four main chapters of story, and then there is like 70 pages of... Other stories mm-hmm. that wow. they that were done just by one artist, or the or Josh Tierney wrote a story and had an artist do it, and they're all totally different styles. Oh wow, Jeez. yeah, I
0: could see that. Jeez. Oh, totally you know, got, different. got like
1: Adventure Time style, and you know, really overdrawn or like really pulpy look. And, oh, that's awesome. And, um, oh, now you sold yeah, me. Um, you
0: sold me on a copy of this, dude. You I, just say like, after opened, I was
2: like a world of magic.
0: to I, re- me. I didn't yeah. have
3: time to read this except for th- this afternoon. After I was done reading it, I'm like, I was really close to just buying the next issue <laughs> but yeah. i wanted this oh, to be fresh in my mind but I, I, I think i'm i this is one of those things i'm probably gonna go pick up the rest of it oh yeah because uh, that's what happened with six gun and that worked out pretty well yeah mm-hmm. it did
2: <laughs> now I, I i like where they're stopping to stretch their legs and camp out for the night and mm-hmm. then um the one uh the one girl she finds like the bugs and stuff like that and she it's what they're gonna eat and she holds her hands out and the other girl just says what's that one and then, and then the, the response is, like, "Oh, it's this. It kind of tastes like a praying mantis, and like it, it's like like a matter of fact. Like yeah. everyone oh, knows what, like what praying, praying, praying mantis tastes like, you know. <laughs> and also that there was no ew, gross, mm-hmm. or anything yeah. like that. And then the next scene, you just see them. And they're like roasting them. And it's like sizzle. I love that they're
1: I love that they're roasting them over yonder. By the way, yeah. yeah, he's like yeah, sleeping, and they're like, oh, he's a
2: fire wolf.
1: Let's use him
2: exactly. And they're just, I thought that was really cool. I don't know. So, it's it's the little things, as you know, mm-hmm. that like really like sell me on something of the fact yeah. that there was no ill moment and the fact that it was just like this is the world in which we live everyone knows what a praying mantis tastes like so if i say <laughs> it tastes like a praying mantis you should know what it tastes like." oh like. yeah oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's oh cool. yeah okay cool
3: um is yonder a, f- a wolf with a human form or a human with a wolf form that's a good
1: question is that good answer it gets answered that. Uh, i've read two volumes of this and i don't know Oh, okay, <laughs> so I guess it doesn't matter. Doesn't no. really
0: matter. I would say probably it'd be more interesting to have a wolf-like human form. I think that would be.
3: Ah, that seems very very Miyazaki, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: I mean, I I found this, and and part of the reason I got it was for my six-year-old daughter when she's older, so she can really? read this. Oh yeah, yeah. this is one. perfect. It's it's super good. The print versions look awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in print, it's There's hardcover cool and it's got gold leaf on the front and yeah, it looks really so cool really cool looking. it looks really really good um like that's so,
2: that's a book you you want to have the book of because that's on your that's
3: shelf that's on, yeah.
1: oh, yeah. on your
2: coffee table people are like what's this and you're like oh art. look at it it's awesome it's yeah literature.
3: uh did anybody mm-hmm. notice that in the back Comi- yes I wanted, shelter, to t-
2: I wanted to tell you about that
3: this yep uh yep. there's uh,
2: on the uh comiXology version of this in the mm-hmm. back it shows some other books from uh Archaea and uh right Dead Center Gunner Craig Court yep. Gunner yep. Craig Court Gunner Craig Court yep. So as the vulture yeah. perches upon the bridge uh, <laughs>
1: Archaea Archaea Comics uh they mostly uh focus on actually reprinting web comics uh, and oh, cool. they actually awesome. were just they just merged with I believe Boom Really okay. yeah Nice Uh so so they were sort of standalone and now they're an imprint of Boom That's awesome uh, And you know we know Boom's doing good things And I oh, we
3: I know I'm, they are. I'm hoping cuz I'm bringing another webcomic next time. Cool. Uh, but I'm hoping that my love of webcomics is also rubbing off on you guys. And the oh, fact that Chewie recognized Gutter yeah. Court makes me a little happy. <laughs> so I was like,
0: oh, cool. And I was like, oh, the art I still art been to go back and, it, and spend too. some time reading all of JL8. I've been really wanting to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, I was to have the time. So, Ryan, where can people uh, pick up this book and read more about Sparrow?
1: Sure. Uh, it's available digitally on Comixology. Uh, they have the collections that you can buy. You can do individual issues. Uh, it's available in three gorgeous volumes in print. Uh, you can get those at your local comic book shop uh, on Amazon or from Archaea online. Uh, you can also um, read a bunch of the short stories and stuff that are collected in the back of the graphic novels on the website on spara-comic.com. Uh, if you click on, uh, not graphic novels, but, um, but online comics, there's a lot to read there. Uh, also, they they just announced a, a fourth volume that's going to be sort of a standalone graphic novel that's supposed to be coming out sometime this fall. Uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot to read. There's like I said, three full volumes. This is the first chapter.
0: Cool. All right. Well, moving away from uh, here's my issue. We've just completed that cycle. Uh, so moving <laughs> now into a uh, first print. Uh, this time we are actually reading a uh, four issue kind of mini series. Um, it's a DC Elseworlds book. So we talked about Elseworlds before. Uh, when we read uh, Superman red sun, which is kind of a, it's a, it's a, well, let's take the DC universe and turn on its head a little bit. Let's do something mm-hmm. different here. Um, and this is like the end all be all end of end of a version of the DC universe. Um, it is written by Mark Wade, drawn by Alex Ross, uh, artist by Alex Ross. I shouldn't say drawn painted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it is called kingdom come. Um, it is on the cover. It says the greatest superhero epic of tomorrow. So kingdom come, uh, uh, who, I, I've read this before. Ryan, have you read this before? I, I hadn't read this before. You haven't? And Alan, have you read this before? i read this before. And Chewie, I know you haven't read this I before. I have not. Okay, so... Me and
1: Chewie are the noobs. The two newbies.
0: <laughs> um, let's start with... Well, let's start with Chewy because Chewie's a, a bright-eyed and pushy-tailed about comics, and so is Ryan, but <laughs> this maybe, I think, would be more Chewy's forte than Ryan. So, Chewie, what did you think of Kingdom Come?
2: Um, it was very reminisce maybe it's because i read civil war first (laughs) dc's civil
3: war okay why don't you break down what you think the plot is about yeah what is the what is is the
0: the book about
2: the book is about uh their superheroes yes okay and they're going off the leash they're they're being careless and reckless and um the government's like we gotta stop them and like everyone's going crazy and and wonder woman goes to superman who's a farmer uh you know in a hollow shed
0: should be
3: whatever. mentioned that this is how many years like in the future of like standard dc this is like 30 40 years something like that. something like
0: that yeah like all the all the major heroes that you know and love like superman and batman and Wonder Woman, they're all older. They have gray in their hair. You they can definitely see, got some gray. Yeah, yeah you can see yeah. all the heroes that we lo- know and love are older, and they they're kind of their time has passed.
2: Yeah, the the torch, for lack of better words, it has been passed. passed. Yes. Mm. Um and she's like, hey, you know, this new guy, the guy who's like the new Superman, essentially. Yeah. Um, he, he's going crazy and it's it's all you know it's too much and he's like I told them so and like but no no one listened <laughs> to me so he's like that's their problem now and mm-hmm. um basically there's this incident where there's like shots being fired it, like and there's like humans in the crossfire like innocent bystanders and there's this guy he's like the uh the american soldier what's what's his name
3: yeah uh american commando american Ameri- commando american commando,
2: Ameri- yeah. commando. Yeah, he's one of the newer things, and he basically goes all anti-immigrant for a, for a hot minute. There, he's just like, "This is my country. I'm gonna get rid of the oh, huddled yeah, masses.
3: <laughs> yeah. <Yee-haw! Sure. laughs> so, so do you mind if I help you out a little bit? Yes. Okay. But I so, think you're
2: missing
0: one very important element of the story, right. which is so, viewpoint. So, <laughs> so the
3: point, uh, the yeah. viewpoint of the book comes from an old man. Um, oh yes, yes. The, the, old the guy. Uh, what's his what's his first name? And his last um, name is Norman. Norman McKay, Norman. Yes. who is a a pastor. Yeah. And so, uh, Norman McKay is seen in a hospital with his dying old friend, and uh, his friend is telling him that the end of the world is coming, and he has visions, not just dreams, but visions. Who his is old s- friend, who is the who is The golden, golden age sand sand sandman, yeah. right? who yes. would have a
0: sleep gun that would put people to sleep, Which
3: is and, but right before they
0: would go to sleep, they'd tell the truth.
3: Oh, there you go. That was the thing. So, uh, uh, it's kind of a reference to that. And, and, and so, the book is very heavily, or not heavily, but it, it has biblical themes to it, but only very in the sense... So. Uh, that uh, it speaks of, you know, it uses revelational yeah. uh, text to uh, to move the story forward. So it makes uh, 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 allusions to the end of the world and revelations in the sense that the seven angels are actually like the Justice League, and that mm. the you know uh, this big nuclear bomb going off is actually you know things being raised, et cetera, et cetera. So Norman is contacted by the Spectre, who I believe we've talked about once before. Uh, I
0: think we may have mentioned the Spectre before. Uh, the Spectre is a DC character. We'll give you a brief rundown. I'm sure we'll do a character compendium on him at some point. Uh, but the Spectre is kind of a he was a pol- a police officer or a detective mm-hmm. who was murdered and basically was became the spirit of vengeance. So whenever anybody did something bad, he, the spirit would show up. This ghostly creature guy would show up and right.
1: and, and, do, and get you back. There's right. actually a really cool sort of like little a ghosty, angelly. Yes, yeah. Those thing. DC
0: Direct they do a really cool short about the spirit that shot like like a 1970s, almost like a. Uh, uh, exploitation film. Mm-hmm. Like it has like the grain built in. So it's pretty cool. So I would check all that right. out if you kind of want a brief little spirit kind of thing. You can watch it on Netflix. Like so,
3: so the specter comes thing. up to Norman and he says, Hey, the end of the world is actually coming. Your friend wasn't crazy, but now you have the dreams instead of him because he gave them to you. Right. So I, I need a host. I need somebody to ground me and you're it. And what we're going to do is we're going to travel and we're going to see all these events unfolding throughout space and time. Yeah. And, and uh, you're going to make the ultimate decision. And you're going to make the decision or decision has to be made and I need your help. Yeah. Um, so, from there, this is way in the future, and, and Chewie, exactly what you said is correct. The the new superheroes, the new meta-humans yeah. have all, like, they've all, like, grown up wanting to be superheroes, but they've forgotten what being a superhero means. So, they're yeah, all kind the hero of... hero part. They all basically become, like, gangs, and yeah. they fight over territory, yeah. they fight just because, and Superman, who had this apparently catastrophic... Um, uh, instance with magog who was the new superman like the up-and-coming superman uh took off for 10 years he's hiding uh in his fortress of solitude um just being a farmer doing things you know not concerning himself with humanity anymore and the world has pretty much kind of just gone to the dogs the dogs being these new metahumans yeah uh, just like chewie said uh wonder when comes to, to comes to superman who Apparently, he doesn't like being called Clark anymore. It's his like his name. He, yeah. he, he must go by Cal. Well, it's
0: because I think that's the point. The point. I mean, I don't know how Mark, how subtly Mark was trying to make this, but the point is that he doesn't communicate. He, he has, he's he not has part dis- of Well, like he has because disconnected they, they, s-
1: they explain that all of his human friends are dead. Yeah, his, his parents Lois and Lane, Lois Lane is dead. They sort of imply that all of his other human friends, Perry White, not uh, dead Jimmy, but taken from him. That right. Was yeah, the... they were killed. Well,
0: but, and we as we find out later, yeah. they were they were killed by the Joker. Mm-hmm. right um,
1: which was
3: yeah and then so <laughs> that course. was awesome uh and, and so uh anyway it, when the americamando starts going crazy basically that was the last straw that was when
1: uh superman comes back well and but says, this is after magog has what well so no somebody, there's a, there's somebody you're tears, missing, tears open you're the missing, atom and there's uh, tearing, yeah that's the captain atom
0: and, and there's this yeah. huge explosion in, in kansas that just destroys everything it and,
3: completely irradiates all of Kansas and some neighboring yeah. states as well. And
0: so, and so the they, red yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all like the agriculture in America is now like out of luck. Um, so, but then I remember, no, there, there's a different, different thing. There's a whole battle on this bridge. And yes. that's when Superman comes. alone comes back. Right. And mm-hmm. it's this huge deal. But, mm-hmm. and that's the end of the first issue is that Superman comes back. But Nor- uh, Norman is also having these visions of, oh man, now that Superman's back stuff's going to start going down.
3: I think the cool thing about this book is that you witness the important parts of it because Norman is yeah, there. Correct. Um, so- he is He is you. You, yes. are,
0: you are meant to relate to him.
3: And you always see him in the background kind of just being a ghost because the specter has ghostified him basically yeah. so he can
2: He's kind of like, a like this like ghost of, uh, of I was going to say ghost of future past. <laughs> <laughs> ghost of Christmas yeah. past yes. Yes. yeah, um, that's what he is. sort of thing. It's Very like, much so.
3: Ghost of superheroes past. Yeah. So basically well, Superman comes back and current. brings all of his buddies and they're like hey we're going to fix yeah. the world by taking it over essentially. Well almost like, all
0: of them. I mean I know Wonder Woman shows up Wonder Woman's there. right? Green Lantern's still around he's in this like giant floating space Green Lantern. Okay. <laughs> I'm
3: sorry. He's you have to admit this is the coolest version of Green Lantern ever. Sure,
0: but you also have to admit that this is a pretty cool Batman too.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. So speaking Even, of no, Batman. No, that's not true. It's the same on, version on, of Batman Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh
0: My gosh. actually my the one the, the one I like the best in this book, actually, believe it or not, yeah. they mention him very briefly, but is the flash. I think the flash yeah. is great in here because he just he's constantly moving. I can see he doesn't that. stop.
1: He's every flash at once. He has every yes. he has
0: all yeah. flashes at once. And they don't they don't ever tell you is it Barry Allen? Is it Wally no, West? It just says they Flash. They never say it just says yeah. the flash. Uh, so and I'll I like that con- that 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 panel where it's just a constant red, red line blurry, through yes, Keystone yeah. City. Is, is Even amazing. when he's
3: standing, he's like he's all blurry. R- yeah. Uh, yeah, Ryan, you wanted to. S- oh, sorry. No, no, no. I I, I did I do a
1: good job explaining it. Are we for, done? for the like, most
0: part? Well, okay. that, that's the first part, and then I mean, it goes forward from there. We'll, okay, we we'll, can we'll, 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 we'll talk we'll about it from on, there.
1: But yeah. that's what you need. Ryan, you wanted to say something about Batman. Uh, Batman's in it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Batman he's, is uh, he's not on superman's side no they're no, actually he's, he's not. opposite sides this time yeah because it, it ends up sort of squaring off between humans and meta humans and it turns out like most of the supervillains are humans yep and so As we it got, turns out. You know, lex Luthor, and and we have Ra's al ghul's son whose name means son of the bat does it really you're curious Did not, uh no. yeah because he's supposed to be clearly He's supposed to be Damian Wayne, Damian. basically. But, but did, who didn't yeah. exist before, yet before, at this point? Yeah. But when Damian Wayne first showed up, they gave him the same name yeah. as this guy. Mm-hmm. Um But so yeah, so so that it's I don't know, man. I saw I, I feel a lot like a lot of parallels between this and so, Red Sun. Oh. Okay. Because oh, so. it ends up being all of the bad guys versus Superman.
2: Yeah, it's like Superman. You are Superman, the world the leader now, world
1: dictator. Yeah. Now all the bad guys—they are good because they're on the side of humanity. But it's different because mm-hmm, it's, it's different. Diff- it's, diff- it's, diff- it's No, yes, it's, 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 it's not the same. But I'm going to tell you, it's far different because yeah.
0: it, it's not the same at all. To where that one is basically said, "What if Superman was a bad guy?" That this book doesn't posit. What if no, Superman doesn't. was a You're bad right. guy? It doesn't. Um, yeah, I don't. I never felt the point where I was like, "Wow, Superman's a jerk." But it doesn't.
1: It. I would argue that. Red Sun and this both posit, what if Superman was supreme world leader?
0: Sure. I, I, w- I, would, I would argue that. But I think the difference between this and Red Sun is that Superman realizes by the end of this, this can't right. be. Yeah. We can't, as superheroes, we can't be above you. We have to be with you yeah. on this. Oh, no,
1: absolutely. The conclusions are different. Yes.
0: And I, I think, honestly, I know maybe we're jumping to the end of it, but I, I don't want to mm-hmm. just yet. But out of those two books, which I both read around the same time when I first started reading comics, this one holds up far better. I agree. Um than then Red Sun did. I remember Red Sun being like super deep and awesome and I remember this one being mm-hmm. like, Oh, that was really cool. And now that I look at them both in hindsight, this it's the it, total opposite. This is a this this book has a lot of message, especially when it comes to superheroes, metahumans versus, you know, humans, mm-hmm. humanity, Actually, what it means to uh, be a superhero.
3: I, I put up on Facebook before I came over here, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I took a picture of Kingdom Come and I put up on Facebook and I said just doing a little bit of uh, political and ethical philosophy before going to the podcast today, because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what this is, and that's exactly why yeah. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Mark Wade is fantastic writer. I mm-hmm. do like Mark like, Wade stuff. I, I, I got feels from reading this book because of the the message behind it and the, the power behind you know taking responsibility and not being you know because I believe that the the underlying theme here is um, humanity and the drive and the ingenuity and. And, and the responsibility that we have as humans, even without superheroes existing, to drive our destiny and become more and uh, and 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 keep the responsibility that we have to the earth and to each other, because um, it's just like one natural disaster after the next, and it feels like humans are you know out of out of the picture. They're out of control, and the, mm-hmm. we're, we're relying on other people to fix it. So there's a political message there as well. Yeah. Um, but I I think the the writing is fantastic, and I'm not. Particular, particularly religious but the the the, the verse the uh, uh the revelations in here mm-hmm. like they they always kind of impact me when it comes to reading the story they fit in so well and they mm-hmm. give insight into what's happening um as well as just the, it's it's really creative use of that
1: particular language mm-hmm. Do you guys want me to give you some background on the on this book yeah sure please. Please. Go for it. so um It actually came out of Alex Ross. Alex Ross came to DC and said, Hey, I did this thing called Marvels. uh, (laughs) And so I want to do like a big sort of DC epic with all of your characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then sort of the background radiation of that was that there's this, uh, this Alan Moore pitch that uh that never got turned into a book called the twilight of the superheroes mm-hmm. that was uh, kind of a similar idea it's uh all the superheroes are old and and you can you can read the pitch online he talks about the the different houses the house of basically the house of superman and wonder woman aligned and then the the house of the marvels and and green lanterns and different things like that uh-huh. superman always pays his debts <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, so so. The, <laughs> Why was
3: that a groan? Why did I get a groan out of no, that? It wasn't a groan.
0: I was just trying to think of one better than that. But
1: <laughs> I kind of... He's just jealous he didn't think of it. Uh, so so. Winter Soldier is coming. Uh-oh. That's the wrong universe. But it's still but good. Still, it come still on, good. man, give it to me. <laughs> uh, and so then Alex Ross uh, pitched it, and um, and James Robinson, who I think was the editor on this book, was like, oh, you know, you should get Mark Wade to write it because Mark Wade has a lot of knowledge about the history of DC and, and knows all the different characters and he'll put in, you know, he'll, he'll make all the references make sense. Uh, and so that's sort of where it came from. Mm-hmm. Now, you know,
0: and knowing is half the.
1: Battle. Oh God. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to say, sorry. Um,
0: I, I, th- I think reading it again after now, like when I first started reading comics, I didn't know who half the characters in yeah. this book were. Yeah. I knew mm-hmm. Superman, I knew Batman I knew Wonder Woman, but when they, when Superman goes and, and goes to the bat cave, um and you see these three people walk out. Before I was like, Who are these people? Now <laughs> I know exactly who they are. <laughs> you see you see uh Oliver Queen and um also uh Black Canary uh and uh, Blue Beetle, Ted Cord, Blue mm, Beetle yeah. come out, which I was like, Oh my god,
3: these are so good. Cool. Yeah, because they kept Ted in there. Like, as as if he didn't Well this is
0: before I think he this is yeah, before that. This, this, this is well was before in the nineties. Yeah, this book was written in the nineties. This is like probably a, one of the good things come out of the nineties
2: here's a question for you guys um were there any characters that maybe you didn't really care about Hawkman? or whatever before Gosh. this before this <laughs> book where after you read it you're like that character's cool now oh.
0: honestly when or, I first or read, read it, this version of can I it? be honest with you yeah. when I first read it Superman Really, yeah. this book yeah. helped me to start understanding why Superman is is important and why Superman
2: is good. Is that why you're wearing a Superman shirt? No, I wore this Aww. because I had it
0: in the closet today and I saw it. I'm like, oh, I'll wear a Superman shirt. <laughs> um, but uh, no, but Superman. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I, I before this, I was, I was kind of like, I kind of fell on the Chewy side of things, which Chewy doesn't really like Superman because. you've made your point. It was just like, you know, he has every power and this and that. He's just the boy scout. But I think this book to me proves why, even though I love Batman more, Mm. a Superman is necessary in this world. You can't have a Batman without a Superman. You need them both. You need both sides of that coin. You need both voices. Um, And just the idea of just, I don't know. I just really like the way Superman is portrayed in here and that he's fallible, Mm -hmm. that he's fallible. Maybe not physically, but emotionally he's fallible. He's not Mm -hmm. perfect. He's not the perfect blue boy scout. he, has emotions and feel and feels like everybody else. <laughs> so I, I think this really started to have me explore the humanity, uh, humanity of Superman, which is something that before this I didn't really do. I didn't have that mm-hmm. feels
1: for him at all. Yeah. Mark Wade's good when it comes to the humanity of Superman.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I was stoked on this version of Robin, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This was version this of Red Robin's Robin or awesome. whatever
3: he calls himself. Yeah, Red Robin. Did Red this Robin. come out before Nightwing? No. Uh, no.
1: Nightwing had the disco suit in the 70s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, This this they just decided to use that version of Red Robin.
2: This was just like, well, first of all, he looks awesome.
1: Yeah, that costume is pretty rad. Yeah. It, Actually, that costume is like exactly what they the did they eventually when, when Red Robin, it's it's yeah. almost the identical mm-hmm. costume. Yeah.
2: and And then where he's just like, He's just that soldier, you know, and like at the, at the very end, you know, where they're like, right, we got to do this nuclear strike, you know, mm-hmm. and he's just standing there, you know, in his air force, like suit, it still has like the red Robin, like, uh, no, I, thought, on it. I
1: don't think that that was Robin. I think that, that was a reference to the Blackhawks. Is it really? Uh, oh, it's a good point. So. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Back that. up. What? What? The blacks do the like, nuclear strike. Yeah, the logo looks similar. Uh, sure similar. That that's a Blackhawk Black I Hawks that would reference.
0: make more sense because they're a fl- flying battalion. But I yeah. know, I know what you're talking no, about. No, I, the, I, I, can't comment. listen. To yeah, I didn't listening. know that,
2: but it it looks sorry, sorry. It Chewy. looks like it. Stomp, stomp, stomp. No, but still, but but do you think he could be part of them? Right? Oh yeah, because yeah. he's he's at the battle. I'm dumb because yeah. I dumb.
3: thought I thought no, I thought Red Robin uh, Dick right was at the battle, but that was like Jason Todd. Nope yep no?
1: nope. 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 okay. It's so um, old, old, um, old, 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 old. Because at this point, Jason Todd was dead, 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 dead. Yeah, dead. He hadn't come back yet. Okay, uh, well they is, they invented Damian. Okay. I figured maybe they brought <laughs> Jason Todd what? back. you mean? You mean comics aren't just <laughs> one Red. solid continuity? Okay. Or it perfect. was a thought. Okay, so it, it Robin's insignia is
2: a yellow profile bird on a right. black background, and the Black Hawks it's are the opposite. The opposite. The opposite. opposite. Interesting. I'm dumb.
0: That's a, no, you're fine. That's I okay. didn't know either, too. So I,
2: thought, I didn't right. know either until he I just wanted to say I thought that Robin looked cool.
3: <coughs> uh, before we talk about the art, oh, I mean, well, this is kind of about the art. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne, he looks like somebody and it's killing me. Can anybody help me out? Does this look like anybody that you would recognize? Uh, I like, believe
1: in the back matter of the book, he puts who he cast for everybody. There's actual human beings for uh, most of the people who uh, are let in there. take
3: book. a look but yeah okay let's talk about the art then it's mostly his friends and stuff like yeah that, yeah though. it's not like I just keep thinking Clint
0: Eastwood because I, th- I think Clint Eastwood is old man Batman yeah just looks so much, much kinda...
3: like somebody and I it's killing me I get I get what you're thinking I um, want to say Jack Lemon, but that's wrong it, it,
0: no but you're kind of right I can see that too I can see that's the hair it's the hairline yeah, yeah. And, the, and the eyebrows like, like a tough Jack Lemon. like yeah like, a, <laughs>
3: like <laughs> that's a tough lemon
2: <laughs> <laughs> when, life, <laughs> when life gives you lemons <laughs> make exploding Batman. exploding lemons. so
0: like a Jack Lemon, it was was a wrestler it'd be like like that and they be like Walter, crack down instead of Walter, <laughs> bath
1: out.
0: <laughs> wow, come on, you would want to see those two fight? I would. Grumpy, uh, they'd be or the, odd couple, yeah, the, the odd couple. Yeah, the odd couple. That's be there. They'd be walking out to uh, fight Andre the Giant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um The other one I like in here too. uh Maybe, but then we'll go talk about the art. Is uh, Orion? I like the little yeah. brief Orion appearance. I like. Yeah, that was I like that all these people too are really strong characters. They just kind of be like, well, I don't want to get involved. Like Aquaman and yeah. Orion. There's like, nah. yeah, Aquaman's like, nope, nah. 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 like,
3: no, nah. nah. nah, it's all right. Yeah, you
0: know, know, I was like, it, was I was
3: like, I agree with you, Aquaman.
0: Yeah i know um and also captain marvel appearance is pretty good too that's kind of messed oh, yeah. up that's it's pretty that's a pretty important plot point too. i don't right. i don't well, remember I,
3: if the first time i read that or not if i called out captain marvel right away if it was a surprise for me oh and the way oh, the no. prison looks Should like we, the legion did you guys, headquarters yeah. Chewy or Ryan? did you guys get that right away
1: captain marvel yeah
3: yeah in a heartbeat and, sorry I could tell by was the looking,
2: like the look of his at face which part
3: like i just because supposedly like
2: the dude that's shaving him
3: yeah mm-hmm. like because they call him the Captain of Thunder or
1: whatever, well, yeah, yeah. Soon, yeah, yeah. They make all just, these thunder references, and yeah, then there's yeah. this big bulky dude with the when he with the, the like black haircut and everything. I mean, oh, it's Captain Marvel. We could yeah, we could spend all when day he does going the over
0: thunder these. reference. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. could spend all night going over all the all the references. Here, so everybody. Quite, everybody yeah. pretty much is in here. All, all the I'm, major ima- I'm
1: imagining that there's probably somewhere it's annotated. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Well, yeah, that's that's for the those those. Pictures, but I mean like every reference somewhere. Has oh, every all. reference. Oh, it's yeah. sure. in the book. For yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, says, besides like that picture that shows everybody who's in it. Yeah. But I mean, somebody's probably gone page by page. Like oh, page one, one panel oh, two. Oh, yeah. Or like
0: even somebody's briefly mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so
2: art.
1: So the art.
0: So let's talk about Alex Ross as an as an artist. Um, he... I mean, I, from what I understand, he doesn't. He takes real life. He really loves
1: to draw from reference.
0: Yeah, he from like photographic reference, and he paints. He paints these things. Doesn't yeah, even yeah. draw them. He paints them. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Paintings. It, that means beautiful artwork. But I know there's a lot of people who are like, well, "Well, is it? art... I mean, is it? Is he just painting? Is he just using photo reference and repainting? Because he actually will stage the pages yeah. out as best yeah. he can, and then paint them. So I know he gets a lot of guff from some folks yeah i've
2: that. i've heard uh, criticism saying like you know i mean it's, it's good art but it's not exci- his art's not exciting mm. you know and i i would not argue i i see what they're trying to say because you know the thing was well you know it's it's from a picture and when it's from a picture you know you're, you're it's realistic and if it's realistic you can't have them twisting doing a backflip doing this doing that and all this sort of stuff and I I understand that, you know, if rather than if you're coming up with it, you know, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like, you can't look at some of these panels, you know, where people are flying through the air, people are punching each other, doing all this stuff and say that it's not exciting art. You know, I get it. It looks like a photograph. Some people don't find that particularly exciting, but Mm -hmm. I think it's all context. I mean, you could have something that's drawn very stylized, but it's, it's. It's a person sitting there with a cup of coffee. That's not exciting, you know what I mean. Mm. So I I love the art in this book, and I mm-hmm. think it, it absolutely fits this story. You know, I don't know that you could do a story like this. You could with a different art style, but I don't know. It has the same impact. Yeah, no, I'm it's sure. very
1: it's very sort of like epic, and it's it's it's. I mean, it's tended to be sort of an epic story, and and the art style it makes it. I don't know, almost like an illuminated text or something like that, uh, which fits with sort of the biblical themes. Yeah, I don't know. There, are, there are times where my problem with it is like I always prefer more stylization to less, and there are times where the the pages and the layout is so busy and there's so much, <laughs> yeah. there's so much B- stuff going on that, it, that it's it's just like it's it's tough to get a flow of what's of of where I'm supposed to be looking.
3: Right, but at the same time, is I think that adds to it in the sense that. Like those battles, supposed to be chaotic. It should be that chaotic. It was that crazy, and then you you can spend time admiring it later on. Mm -hmm. Like read it and then go back to it to admire it. Yeah. Um, it, It. Yeah. I. I don't
1: know. It's i like alex ross but he's not my favorite so Com- i like his pin-up art i like his art more than i like his comics i guess i should say I keep, looking, that makes sense. I keep looking at this page with
0: so spoiler alert there's a giant nuclear bomb that goes off and kills almost everybody yeah not batman <laughs> or wonder woman or the green lantern or the flash they make it out but everybody you can see else. blue beetles there yeah my uh, favorite one that i just noticed is you have to look very careful in the background but there's one guy with a really long spinal cord. My guess is going to be that's plastic man really or oh. the elongated man, one of the two of them. But that really bums me out. But looking at this, like, it, I, honestly, this, I don't know, maybe this is sounding awful, but this has just horrified me to the horrors of nuclear war more than probably real pictures have. Because I'm like, all oh, those superheroes I love are dead. And there's like, <laughs> looks like ones that are holding each other, like, like Ted Cord's right there in his Blue Beetle, like feature outfit, like just laying there. And Superman's in the middle of it screaming at the sky. Like, yeah. I, it, this was a, and that, that was the part, like, what did you, okay, let me ask you guys that story from a story standpoint, going back to the story a little bit. Basically, it comes down to there's going to be a nuclear bomb dropped on all these superheroes, these metahumans that are fighting, because the idea is either, A, we're going to have to kill them all, so that way they stop fighting, and then humans can prevail because it's just going to go on, or B, we let them live, and then eventually they're going to kill us anyway, so it's kind of a crapshoot. So, like, so what do you think what, about that philosophy or that thought or
1: frame of mind? I think it's an unfair dichotomy. Sure. Um, But yeah, if you're looking at it black and white, that's where it is. Well, it's
3: maybe not black and white. Maybe I mean, yeah, there are shades of gray in that particular instance where things might go differently. But when you're in a state of crisis, you don't have time to think about all the different gray. And somebody had to make a call. The question is whether or not sacrificing few for the many, or whether one group is better than the other group. Mm -hmm. Whether or not that makes more sense. Because yeah, maybe humanity gets wiped out, but some point maybe that doesn't matter maybe superhumans are meant to be the new humans and then that's how it's supposed to go yeah or maybe the
1: evolution like an x file yeah, like an x-men
3: like an x-men yeah maybe they're just the next step yeah. in evolution or maybe they're supposed to do that but i think the i think the message there the, the important part is like uh, what how do you weigh life one against the other super versus non human versus non-human is is one form of life any better than the other and can you make that decision especially when the stakes are so high mm-hmm. i think that's the actual question
0: yeah. yeah i think that's one message the other message i got from this is that even as as you know uh, in this world they look to we th- we look to them for hope oh, of course when mm-hmm. we actually can look should be looking to ourselves for that right. hope as well we should be the hope that we want to see be the change you want to see in the world how does right, that tie I'm in say? with something terrible
1: uh well <laughs> I, i'm i'm serious i, I feel yeah. like that there's like with with that sort of theme and and, sure. and that the, there's a lot of sort of connection with, with sure no charity.
0: no no I, I think that we were talking about with something terrible is that these things can inspire you to do great things absolutely but what you rea- what you need to realize is that these qualities that these fictional characters have or these in this particular book all these superheroes these higher beings in a sense mm-hmm. to you are qualities that you possess. Yep. Absolutely. So that quality has been in you all along. It just took, I don't know, Batman or, you know, in, in the, in something terrible, the doctor or green lantern or whoever to bring it out of you,
3: mm-hmm. you know? Right. But you have to, you, I mean, if you're going to make that decision, it's not like you can say, um, you know, like, Oh, Batman will save me or Batman can do this for me. It's, right. No, you have to look to them for inspiration, have that bring it right, out right. of you. Correct. So, so the, yeah. that, and then that goes into, like I said, the reason I did. So, ethical philosophy being weighing life against itself. And then political philosophy being at what point do you surrender your ability to become more and to, and to move forward at what point do you put your life in somebody else's hands and trust them enough that it's going to be okay. And in that sense, it will anybody ever be worthy of that particular instance or, or is every, should everybody should every human at least be in charge of their own destiny. Mm-hmm. So I think that the messages in this book, um, I don't think they ever really get answered. I think things happen and points get made, but I don't think anybody at the end of this book is ever yeah. really sure of what was the right answer. I don't think there no. was ever supposed to be an answer. It's mm-hmm. like, this
0: was the best of all outcomes. That we it was done. probably
3: the best possible outcome, even though things are still really terrible.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they say. There was no morning. We just started rebuilding. And, and, just yeah, and,
3: and in life, that's exactly how it goes. Yeah. So it, this took like the superhero, like archetype and it put it in a real world situation mm-hmm. with, in my opinion with alex ross's art it was that's exactly what makes it so impactful is that yeah. it looks like right. real life mm-hmm. it's not like it you're looking you, at four color dots because
2: here's the thing the whole time when you're seeing this you're, you're seeing this superhumans flying around or you see norm um you know and you're looking at a guy watching this right mm-hmm. so how do you connect to that you're like well make them look like someone sitting next to
3: you Yeah. you know yeah. At, at Whatever All the background are, characters have are, are people. That's yeah. the thing. Like you look in the background and then you see like a person. Not like, oh, this person's too far away from the field of view, so I'm just not going to give him a face. Or yeah. everybody is yeah. blacked out except for the main characters in frame. It's like every Everyone person has a matters. face. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, speaking of faces, uh, I, for you guys, I, I had a question. <laughs> keep that and face. To keep to get it a little a little bit lighter here too, just the aspect of the you know, fan. Did you guys have a favorite page or favorite panel or anything like that? I'll like, tell
0: you my favorite piece of art in the whole book. Cause it makes me smile after yeah, all that heaviness, this one. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, there's a one year later epilogue after and it made me smile the first time too, when they saw it in the book, but there's a, a Planet Hollywood style superhero theme restaurant mm-hmm. yeah. and it's called planet crypt. Is it called Planet Krypton?
1: I don't remember. So so yeah, Planet Krypton, like, like, Planet Hollywood. But the
0: first panel in the in the epilogue is this Superman with long hair, obviously making fun of the '90s long hair Superman, which this came out, which in the came 90s. out around. Yeah, it's perfect. But it is that guy is the goobiest looking dude. <laughs> he's like, Hey, he's, like, hey, he's like,
3: he's working at this restaurant to the make thing, his way through acting school it, or whatever. The only
0: thing that makes it better is the Martian Manhunter in the background with the thin, with like the, the, the horseshoe hairline. Oh, that also God. makes it great. But there's just that, oh, that gooby Superman is, is my al- favorite. There's
2: also just, I'm not saying it's my favorite, but to jump on that, the first time we see planet Krypton, and there's a dude wearing a uh, Green Lantern uh, costume. Yeah, and, and then citizens. he's like greeting citizens, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, you know, I, I I'd like to say I make a pretty good uh, green. Uh, what it's, you call it? it uh, arrow, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: the uh, in that one year epilogue, I just noticed this. There's a uh, girl running the uh, souvenir stand who's reading yeah. a copy of Young Love. Yep. Yeah. 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 Which I think is isn't that like an old DC romance yes. title? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. That's a really interesting reference. Oh, man.
2: So my my favorite, um, I guess it'd be one pen. I like the whole page, but it's the page right after the epic showdown between uh, Superman and Captain Marvel, which is awesome, by the way, because the whole time where he's there um, fighting against Superman, you know, he's just going like sh- the first time he does it, like Shazam, yeah. and like thunder comes down, magical thunder. So you know, Superman's kind of weak yeah. against that, yeah. and and it strikes him down. And then you see he's kind of weak, and instead of like going out again he just goes like shazam yeah shazam and every time he says it, he's just like at one point he's just like looking up you see like he superman's bleeding from the ears and all these other panels in between you see people who are in the middle of fighting each other fist fights all these superheroes they stop what they're doing and they're just all looking and you know they're looking at what's happening there Mm -hmm. and he just says you just see his little smile his little hollow empty smile and he just says shazam (laughs) <laughs> Just he starts saying it in a normal right. voice like that, yeah. which is awesome. But that's not my favorite. My favorite is after Superman finally stops him. Because he's been brainwashed. And right. that's the whole that was the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, the Lex whole brainwashed. Uh Billy you know, Batson. Uh, yeah. So so that way he can c- combat uh Superman. But he ends up um stopping him he's like talking sense to him because the the bombs have been dropped um wonder woman and batman could only stop two of the jets and there was three of them that went up yeah um so one bomb had been dropped and it was falling towards earth and basically superman said look i know i could stop the bomb okay but you know that keeps us alive Every decision I've made so far has been wrong. You know, if I decide, you know, to save us and blah, 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 you know, then we're dooming mankind. If I let us all die, you know, is that, you know, right to us? So I need you to make a decision. You're the only one. It's like, you know, Batman's human. I'm meta human. You are both. Mm -hmm. You literally are the only person here who is both. I need you to make a decision. You know, I'm going to let you go and you could either let me go and get that bomb or you can stop me with one word and he lets him go and he flies away and it's that panel right after that where he's looking up you know and he just has this like look of like fear of of unknowingness of whatever it is you know he just has that look of like what do i do mm-hmm. that's my favorite panel in the book yeah it, it's, it's just a pretty cool panel it's real. I, I don't know, dude. It just and then he just feel. quietly
0: says Shazam, and then he just goes up and takes care of it. He just whispers. He just says, which, if you think Shazam. about it, it's a brilliant plan putting 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 uh, Captain Marvel. Well, now he's known as Shazam, but putting yeah. Captain Marvel against Superman, it's mm-hmm. like the ultimate fan fight because yeah. Superman, in addition to being vulnerable to Kryptonite, is also vulnerable to magic, and it, that's all that Captain Marvel is is pure magic. So that's yeah. like the
3: perfect fight, and they're supposedly the same strength level as well. Yeah, oh, I would yeah. imagine
0: so. Look at him. I mean, I'm sure Fawcett would have us agree. But the part also about Shazam, it's funny you bring that up because I'm looking at that epilogue. I don't know how I didn't notice this. First, um, but this is where I will say, "Guided you is my friend." I didn't realize when they say when they're like toasting to, to past yeah, friends. Yeah. The sh- the Shazam, sh- oh yeah. my god! I just almost cried just uh, now. Yeah. Once Shazam, <laughs> and it's and it's Superman flash. holding the Shazam. Glass. Superman is holding the Shazam glass, full of milk. Yeah. Full of milk. <laughs> <laughs> that was adorable. That's the other part I love. And they're like, "Hi, welcome to this. Would you what, what would you like to drink?" And uh, of course, one room's like, "Oh, water's fine." But Batman, coffee
2: black.
1: like Coffee black, and keep it coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: and then Superman, milk. <laughs> so cute. I'm like, that is absolutely Batman
2: perfect. steak, and they're like, do you want this one? They all have cutesy names for the steaks. He's, he's like, like, steak. Do you want this one? This one? And he's like, steak. Oh, well done. And they're like, this one, this one? I said steak. Star-o well casserole. done. Um, But yeah, that was my favorite panel just because it was real. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a moment I would have where I'd just look up at the sky and wonder and be like, oh.
3: I think what, some of my favorite parts are in the beginning when they're talking about the uh, heroes of yesteryear yeah. or whatever. They mm-hmm. talk about the Flash and Hawkman and Green Lantern. And, mm-hmm. uh, those are great. Yeah, it's great because, you know, you get those little nerd giggles. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, there's tons <laughs> of that. that's awesome, uh, which I got from reading like 1602 as well. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I don't know, just those panels. Anytime... I think that's one of the reasons that people go see sequels of movies, too, because you get all invested in the characters. <laughs> and then when they come back, you're just like, yeah, more. And it's going to be like, <laughs> you know, I'm so excited to see you do your thing some more in a new way that I haven't seen already 18,000 times. Right.
0: <laughs> um, cool. Well, um,
1: Ryan,
2: did you want to weigh in?
0: Or? Yes. Would you like to weigh in?
1: Two um, words. Favorite panel? batmobile transformer Uh, oh yeah okay fair enough (laughs) i'm not surprised all right that's awesome
0: well um let me ask boys is there anything else we want to say about uh kingdom come before we move out of first prince anything else you boys would like to say
3: do you okay how about we just would we recommend people reading it i would would recommend
2: it i'd recommend it you know as a noob who hasn't read this book before i think it's awesome um it's not like, oh man, I need to read it again and again, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least not at this point, who knows? You know, In a, a while I might pick it up again, but right. the art's fantastic. I think the story is well put together um, it, and it poses a lot of questions. It leaves, I think, you really asking yourself a lot of questions and um, it can really make you connect emotionally, I think, um, if you're reading it with the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Right, cool. Well, that's going to do us for First
0: Prince this time around. So now we're going to move into the four-color character compendium. And actually, what we're going to cover tonight in the four-color character compendium is a character that appears very briefly in Kingdom Come. We didn't really mention him, but I think it's only fitting uh, because we're going to give him a whole section here. Um, It's kind of a lesser-known DC character. We've been doing some Marvel ones recently, so we thought might as well give the uh, Distinguished Competition, as Marvel calls them, (laughs) uh, a try. Uh, And so we're going to go ahead and uh, focus on Dead
3: Man. <laughs> yeah, not as metal Dead as Dead not Deadpool, yeah. but Deadman. Yeah,
2: I know he's that's a metal.
3: No, no, I know, <laughs> but I'm just clarifying for already. So,
1: our so
0: Ryan, tell us a tell us a little about Deadman. Who is sure. Deadman? As our resident historian.
1: Uh, well, um, Deadman is this guy, Boston Brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a trapeze artist who is killed mysteriously mm-hmm. by uh, the Hook. Oh, uh, and then he is, depending on who's writing him possessed by various ghostly ghosty ghosty stuff mm-hmm. and he has to basically possess somebody else to get them to help him solve crimes right okay um, he was created in October 1967 by arnold drake and uh first designed by carmine infantino
0: oh carmine infantino
1: strange adventures number 205 is where he started uh actually which is also the first known depiction of narcotics in a story approved by the comics code authority oh Uh, he's most associated with neil adams neil adams did the bulk of uh of the early uh dead man stuff he was also um jack kirby had him in forever people he was drawn by The artist of DC, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Okay. Uh, If you've ever seen any DC designs, if you've ever seen any DC licensed stuff, you've seen his designs. He's sort of the the style of dc is him oh. uh in in case you're ever curious cool he's also uh he's alan moore co-opted him in swamp thing he was in neil game and stuff he's he's been uh he's usually sort of on the batman side of the dc universe but he's been he's had very little face time where it's dead man book it's more like dead man pops up in other people's stuff
3: yeah. which is kind of interesting as somebody that can like float between, like, uh, planes of existence that like he floats between people's yeah, books. He's mm-hmm. I think that Yeah, that's He,
1: he that's is clutter. basically meta. Yeah, like yeah. Dead oh, Man sure. is meta.
0: He, uh, and he, yeah, he, he's
1: funny, too. Usually he's pretty, pretty quick. Yeah, and usually, similar. you know, wit jokes. with uh, wit, uh, Which is funny because at the same time he's called Dead Man and he's yeah. a ghost. Yeah. 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 Like he's basically just a ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, just kind of reading up on, like, what his powers are. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's Dead Man? His power is just being dead. Being dead. dead? Yep. <laughs> um, so... His powers are spiritual possession, invisibility, yep. mm-hmm. intangibility, supernatural knowledge, and flight. He can fly. Yes, he can. Because
3: um, he's a ghost. He's a ghost. Yeah. Exactly. He's a ghost. Does he get, does yes. get like a little swirly tail? He's like, no, Whoa. he has
0: this really like crazy red disco suit, like a yeah, like, literally a, a trapeze color, on his suit. Which, which
1: is, is apparently, uh, supposedly in his backstory, based on Dick Grayson's parents outfit. Yeah. And
0: then that huh. inspires the Nightwing outfit yep. too oh that's so cool like, that's, <laughs> and there's so much little stuff like that where it ties in together and like they may have known it like that's so smart and clever that somebody thinks of that mm-hmm. um so uh what is some stuff um we could see dead man in that we might be well obviously you can read king come he doesn't appear there very briefly just very briefly but 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 Skelet's, it's good a skeleton a skeleton dead skeleton man because he's older yeah, yeah. so he's, <laughs> so he's <laughs> <skeleton>. lost all this <laughs> he lost and all he his, his flesh, flesh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah usually
1: he's just all white
0: yeah looks like a ghost Like looks like literally a ghost man like a like a casper the friendly ghost with crazy like white eyes like as let me ask you a question Ryan. No, because you know this. of
2: his name i always imagine him talking with a boston accent though i
0: would love oh, yeah, right if you guys do that. or jersey yeah, or something his name like that. Is Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to see you know who i'd hey, love Batman? to see do Deadman. me you know i'd love to see do dead man i don't know Lock if you've drawn him before okay. i'm oh. dead mike allred i want to see mike allred's dead man i th- i think that
1: that exists does it Probably exist because i want to at that the that very least like. is in a pinup yeah because that <laughs> because that like, cause that like seems like style. a
0: perfect style for him That'd to draw um i know i've re- seen some episodes of the series batman Brave and the bull with oh, Deadman. Yeah. it's fun for kids so uh it, it he's not scary in there he's actually a good guy and he's got a, a silly accent mm-hmm. so it's pretty great that i, I would Did i would recommend mean, that
2: i know that dead man uh He's in Justice League Dark as part of the New Fifty mm-hmm. Two. That's yeah. true. Uh, he is. Uh, yeah. He's alongside Swampy and Hellblazer
3: and yeah, it's John um, Constantine. All sorts of the so, Witch Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's,
1: Etrigan, What's the name of the demon? Etrigan. Yep. Jason Blood. Yep. 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 There we go. The uh, demon he's, he's, uh, He takes. He he's had some stuff to do in uh, Brightest Day, Blackest Night.
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: he's <laughs> also they when they did Wednesday Comics. Have you guys heard of Wednesday no, Comics? No, so, I've uh, several years ago now, DC decided, you know what, let's, uh, let's have some fun. Let's post, let's publish a broadsheet, full color newspaper anthology of comics where each full page of a newspaper was one issue of an ongoing story of different people. So oh, awesome. for instance, they had Paul Pope doing uh strange adventures with, um, with what's his name? The space guy. Uh, Oh,
0: um, Oh, uh, Adam strange. Yeah. They that, they Strange.
1: had they had Mike Allred doing Metamorpho written by Neil Gaiman. Oh, oh wow! That's so um, so they also had a they also had a Dead Man one that was featured Dead Man. I'm trying to think of who was uh, who did it. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me a second. I know I saw a
2: solo book
0: with him on the yeah, cover. That was a was new Fifty Two. Cool it's
1: mm-hmm. a
2: new Fifty Two one. They also had him, but that's like done. So Dead <laughs> yeah.
1: Man is not
3: exactly like a superhero per se. He's not more just like. No. Like, he's, is he trying to solve his own murder? Is that what's going that, on? Originally, that, yes. His, yes. like,
2: long thing, like, his back of the mind thing is, like, I gotta figure out who killed me. But, yeah. like, along the way, he's like, well, I'm gonna figure out this crime, too, because that's also, you know, yeah, that that's type it. of mentality. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. he
3: have, like, recurring characters? Like, is he not, a medium that he contacts regularly?
0: Not that I know of for the most, but he's kind of a guy, It's kind of like Deadpool. He kind of jumps in and out places. He, he,
3: re-
2: he literally just ghosts around, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No ghosting, ghosting around. <laughs> around.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that is Deadman. Uh, not the craziest, craziest, uh, most out there thing that we've ever talked about, but a cool little character um yeah Mm -hmm. so check him out he's He's usually just a fun read yeah he's just fun to kind of hang out with and and read so we move out of four color character compendium and into the final segment of our show uh the back matter uh so this is where we talk about general i have a few things to talk about in back matter actually um First thing, though, let's talk about a little bit of casting news. And no, I'm not talking about any sort of Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice casting news. I'm talking about Arrow casting news. Have you heard about this? Uh, I I I think I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. So Arrow has cast another person as a superhero. And this is a superhero I'm actually particularly – I'm not super fond – okay, I'm not going to say I'm super fond of. I don't hate him, but I really think he's an interesting character that DC is kind of underutilizing, and I want to see more with him, especially with his Marvel counterpart getting a movie – that switched multiple directors. Um, so there is—they've uh, cast the Adam in uh, the show Arrow. They have cast him, and he's oh, a yeah. former DC alumni. Uh, it is Brandon Routh who played Superman in Superman uh, Returns. Yeah. Yes, Superman Yeah, so you know—is uh,
2: it Routh or Ruth? Routh. I was thought. that Brandon the Routh. Bullet Eye movie
3: where they shoot a bullet? Yes, at his eye. Yeah. That's that. Eye. Yes,
0: that's the one. Um, and he, he's also—he
3: was Scott, also on Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I was gonna say well. he's Evil X number number three three yeah Two. what was what's he the character's
0: name what's the character's name oh, uh i don't know anyway uh, but yeah he's been cast as the adam i don't know i can kind of see that as ray palmer i can see that yeah it works for me all right you guys are really right, very excited I, about
1: yeah, I'm, not woo. I'm i, I like brandon routh adam, so. brandon routh is really funny yes I agree. Uh, he's a cool actor in yeah. scott pilgrim or or in anything else he was in chuck he's in a lot of things he plays nerdy really well mm-hmm. uh he's and he's he's got great comedic time he's actually really funny mm-hmm. and so I, I could see him pulling off a quasi humorous character like the atom mm-hmm. uh, hopefully they don't do what they've done in dc recently which is basically make the atom into dr manhattan mm-hmm.
0: yeah i don't yeah that's, so that's, we'll that's what something there. i should i should that should be i don't see i don't like
1: I, i'm i think
3: that in a show like arrow he'd probably be downplayed a bit more he'd probably be like the nerdy sciencey type
1: Mm. how uh, much how much I, I don't watch the show arrow how much like supernaturally stuff is in the very adam? little none, because right? the adam the is first, super like i can manipulate matter the guy. first
0: time they had any sort of super powered being was in the second season of the show and like the flash is like the first like super powered being all the villains that he's that that, that gulliver queen has gone up against for the most mm. part aren't superpowered. they're just like like batman villages crazy people yeah. interesting i think i think you could ar- argue deathstroke but he's been he just has super strength
2: yeah he's just We're more a so than anything fighter and very strong but yeah
0: powers weren't in the show for a long time yeah long lashes like the first
2: and so that's flash kind of, of that. that's kind
0: of bringing that super like, like super powered part to that that yeah. you know universe the other thing that i kind of wanted to mention this is just something i realized the other day because i was Watching, I was up real late the other night. I couldn't sleep, but I saw this thing on Netflix. If you guys have Netflix, it's a pretty cool series. Uh, if you want to learn about the history of superhero comics, uh, there is a series called uh, Superheroes A Never Ending Battle. It's a PBS series. Oh, it's cool. really good. Mm-hmm. I watched all three episodes. It's like they're each about an hour long, um, but I learned some fun fact that I want to share with you because you know, we talked about the Blue Beetle a while ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember who it was in the documentary, but somebody was talking to the creator of the Blue Beetle and, like, A Blue Beetle, like that is the silly, like stupidest character. Like, there's nothing good about him. Why would you even go there? He's like a half, basically a a half witted character. Why would you come up with this? And this shows where comics were when Blue Beetle was created. Mm -hmm. The creator said, I have two words for you Green Hornet. He literally just wanted (laughs) to cash in
1: (laughs) (laughs) on. um, Blue Beetle was originally uh, a Carlton comics character. Yeah, Carlton,
0: what they said was like the bottom of the barrel. Oh, Fox comics were the bottom of the barrel, but there's a lot of stuff from there that's kind of like, ugh. Yeah, DC, you realize now, uh, when you look at when they talk about all those, DC really just bought up a bunch of stuff and just
1: mm-hmm. totally well, uh, unified. Yeah, you know the story about Carlton Comics, how how Watchmen was originally going to be all the mm-hmm. Carlton yeah, Comics. Yeah, you said right? that last yeah, time we yeah, were talking about
0: Watchmen. But yeah, I would recommend checking that out, especially if that you like awesome, dude, if you like, like history stuff stuff. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, I think that appeals to both people, you know, people who are well versed in just kind of finding out more history, or people mm-hmm. who like don't know anything about these characters. What's at it called all? again?
0: Uh, it's called "Superheroes: A Never Ending Battle," I believe. Cool. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um, cool. It's it, it goes through everything, it goes through the Golden Age, goes through all the Marvel years, and then everything after that. The Bronze Age of the '90s. They talk about mm. McFarlane and Image and all that stuff. Nice. Gold so that's foil a pretty covers. neat. Yep, and they talk even about movies and stuff too. So they nice. go, they cover the gamut. So it's well, pretty good. Is this
2: a new thing or has this been around for? A while? Um, I think it's a, a,
0: a, from a, maybe a year or so ago, a, okay. year, a couple of years We're ago. Because this was before Man of Steel came out. So there's yeah. a lot of like you could see they have like Man of Steel uh, yeah. footage and like, oh, this is going to be DC's really pumping it up. But yeah. it's good. It's good. It goes. It covers kind of both both sides of the, I know Ryan. It covers both sides of the coin pretty good. So I would recommend checking that out. Cool. Cool.
1: Uh, DC made a, a bunch of announcements about new books coming out or, or changes in, in teams. Oh, cool! Okay. Um. So, uh new team on Batgirl. Mm-hmm. So uh, Gail Simone is leaving. Yeah, Gail Simone is leaving Batgirl. Oh. Wasn't
3: Gail Simone at the center of that controversy that like she got kicked off the book and then everybody got her back onto the book? Yeah, and now yes. she's leaving. <laughs> well, and
1: now it's they're they're sort of going kind of in a different direction with it, but doing it in a very fan friendly way. Uh, it's going to be. Um, it's going to be drawn, or rather, I guess, layout and designed by Cameron Stewart, who is, a, he's a really good comics artist. He does, like, I, I, gosh, I follow all my favorite comics people on Tumblr, and that's how I know about all the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Cameron Stewart uh, does good art and stuff. The new uh, the new Batgirl team, um, the person who's doing the, the drawings, Babs Tar, is sort of a, um, she has a big following on Tumblr. A lot of people like her. Uh, Bosozuku version of the Sailor Scouts. So okay. <laughs> like Sailor Scouts if they were if they were Japanese mafia. That's Sailor
0: Moon. Yeah you guys. Sailor Moon. Know.
1: So but the they, they just released um cover art and stuff and it's and I it's s- a, s- a very teen looking um pretty cool. you
3: wanna you wanna know how teen it is? Uh most of the pictures I've seen with that have a MTV watermark in the bottom left. That's because cool. <laughs> MTV was the first ones to put it up. But it looks like yeah. it's gonna
1: be really cool. She's it's going to be sort of Kind of a feminist take Well I mean not that it hasn't been With Gail Simone and stuff But it looks like they're They're skewing more teen uh-huh. um, They've DC has announced A bunch of other stuff Gotham Academy mm-hmm. Being written by Becky Cloonan Right uh, Which seems like It's going to be awesome Seems like it's going to have Some of our you know Favorites like spoiler I've heard about like this that. Uh, They also announced Grayson which is uh yeah. that book we heard about is, at too? which Con is basically too. dick grayson as a super spy yeah it's so pretty i want to i want to read that book yeah. i've heard really good things uh they announced Sen- sensation comics which is going to be a wonder woman anthology digital first interesting uh they're getting uh one of the hernandez brothers the guys who did love and rock and stuff like that right, to do yeah. one of the issues which looks awesome uh tiny titans is coming back Tiny Titans. Tiny Titans. Uh, guys, let me tell you about Tiny Titans. Art Balthazar and Franco, the guys who uh, write and draw Tiny Titans, and have done um, what a Tiny Hellboy, and, and they mm. do these these great. <laughs> I've seen
0: this before. They kind of like they look like a colorful. Yeah, of it's all it's stuff. all
1: really really cartoony, really colorful and mm-hmm. hilarious, and really well done. And and I like them, and my six year old daughter likes them, and my two year old son likes them. Uh, and they they were doing Superman Family Adventures for a while, got canceled a, about a year ago. And so Tiny Titans is coming back. It looks like it's going to be even more. It's basically like if you took Kingdom Come, right. but set it at an elementary school.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Interesting. <laughs>
1: um, the the only other thing I got is uh, James Stoko, who is uh, he's he's a guy who is a contemporary of like Brandon Graham and stuff. And he draws these really overdrawn, like super detailed, like crazy looking books. He's doing a um, book called Marvel 100 which is supposed to be Marvel characters like a hundred years in the future. That's awesome. Nice. Huh. Uh, and it, it and they basically a... are like here, James Stokoe do a Marvel book, do whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, from the, the stuff that I've seen, it looks nuts. It looks like totally insane. And he's like, well, I'm going to have a, I'm going to make up a new team. It's going to have rogue and like some other people and they're just going to blow stuff up. It looks nice. like it's going to be crazy. Sweet. That's awesome.
3: Um, on the, on the sailor scouts note, this last week saw the, uh, the first episode of the new Sailor Moon uh, anime yeah. went up on Hulu. It's called mm-hmm. Sailor Moon Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a fan of the old Sailor Moon, this will be an interesting thing to check out because what they did was they took it and they like revamped it with all the new, uh, uh, like all the new anime type deals. I've, mm-hmm. I've seen bits of it and it's really interesting. I don't want to pass judgment for all you Sailor fans out there because there's a whole level of nostalgia, but uh, yeah, I recommend maybe checking it out. Its first uh, episode is on Hulu already. And I think they're going to be putting it on there. I was cool. a
0: Sailor Jupiter kind of guy.
3: Oh, yeah. We're all Sailor Jupiter guys. Come on. <laughs> I never watched
2: any Sailor Moon before. Well, we she need to fought, fix that.
0: Uh, she oh, fought okay. evil by moonlight and won love by daylight. And she right. never ran from a real fight because she's the one. She's Sailor Moon. That's from cool. the theme song. <laughs> yes, that's the theme song. That's what I figured. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Quick announcement for everyone. So Ian and myself, Chewy. We will be at Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con 2014.
1: Ian will be wearing his Sailor Jupiter cosplay outfit. Yeah, I will.
0: My male Sailor Sailor Jupiter. Pretty much just me. That -er, -er that Jupiter is
1: my favorite part.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know. I just can't bend down too far. We're Um, we're going to be at (laughs)
2: Comic-Con. Would you care to fill in some details on that? Yes. When is Comic-Con, Comic-Con
0: is, if you don't don't have already tickets, I'm sorry, it's too late. But you can always come down and hang out around the town. If you're near the San Diego, California area... Um, you don't have to have tickets. You can walk around and just see all the cool people and all the nerds. There's all sorts of crazy cool stuff to look at and do, even if you're not part of the convention. Um, so what's
2: what, gonna, it starts on, uh, it starts
0: on Wednesday, uh, evening, 23rd. The, the Wednesday, the 23rd, uh, it's preview night. So, uh, I will be down there. Uh, Chewie, unfortunately cannot make it that night, but he will be down the following uh, day on Thursday and we will be there all the way until Sunday, uh, when the con is over
3: Chewie. Yes. The last time we did this, when you guys yes. went to WonderCon, you yes. said to tweet at you in yes. case anybody wanted to hang out. Correct. Yes. I know somebody that tweeted at you and never ans- and you never answered.
0: Uh, we I received no push notifications about being I don't tweeted. Think so nope, I didn't get anything. I'm sorry. It comes
3: from a very reliable source. So was okay. it
2: was it one of our was it Adam? Adam Cools. That's interesting because I didn't get any Adam tweets. Supposedly that happened.
0: Adam, I apologize because I didn't get any tweets. I'll make sure that I have push notifications 100% turned on. It may be due to cell phone service so be aware of that. Um, unfortunately, I don't I have like a meetup recall. idea. Uh, we didn't really think of that unfortunately. Um, but you can um, Man, I feel like I feel like a
2: jerk now. I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm gonna figure <laughs> out I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fi- look through all of like my tweeted history. I, I, I'm gonna
0: to i I'll tell you what, I'm gonna figure something out and I'll tack it on at the end of this episode. What I'm gonna do is for our four color uh, email address for Gmail, I'm gonna see if I can make us a Google voice number where you can text us Good. or call us if you'd like to hang there out and I'll tack it on at the end of this episode so you guys can uh, can call us or text us if you wanna hang out and I'll push to our uh, push to my phone and I'll I'll see it. So tweet
2: us, email us, we'll call us. I will warn you Saturday us. I'll probably
0: be in Hall H all day because that's yeah. the big superhero movie day Hall H line yeah Hall H line yeah uh, now line.
2: Um, the, what Ian was saying is really cool is um, you don't have to have badges to get into the convention center you could just do stuff outside. Last time, one of my favorite things that I did was just outside, and it was free. You, like you just walk around, hang out, and like afterwards, you know, if you're the type, you know, like down, like Old Town San Diego, and uh, not Old Town, not Downtown San Diego, you have like you know, like bars and restaurants. wherever the, where the, uh, the out. I, I just wanna,
3: I just wanna walk around, and see all the cosplay. Exactly. That's, what I, awesome I, that's what I go to conventions to for. There's awesome
0: things if to do. If you have a day,
2: if you have a day off. And you're just like, I want to see some cool stuff. You could just literally go on your day off and just hang out, like just watch everyone like walking around in costumes and check out the outside of the convention center exhibits for free, yeah. um, where they give you free stuff. All too, the ho- yeah? a lot of the hotels, hotels around the convention
3: center do stuff for free. Also, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. I do. There's some uh, paid stuff. A couple but, of years ago, I think there was a Doctor Who meetup in one of the hotels. Uh
0: huh. And there's and the, all the like the cast was there and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do some pretty cool stuff. I think was uh, I think you're talking about the regular show thing we did, right? Yeah, yeah, it was really real, awesome there was a regular show uh, it was great. the Children's Museum poster. they always do cool stuff yeah. we, I did the Adventure Time thing the year before It's it pretty awesome. awesome there was a
2: Godzilla exhibit we yep. went ah. to the Adult Swim like fun oh zone that thing. was awesome that was awesome um, but um
0: there's a lot of cool stuff you can check out
2: yeah check it out go go see your favorite people and hang out and tell us that you want to hang out so yeah be,
0: well I'll set up that Google voice number and yeah. tack it on the end of the episode here uh before we after we say goodbye I'll tack a little message on here
2: now uh, one more th- one more thing being that we're talking about uh you know, like go see your artists, go see your writers and all that stuff. We're actually going to have an opportunity to, uh, spend some time, uh, talking to, uh, a a writer here. Um, now the thing is, this is going to be after comic con. Yeah. This,
0: this event is, if I believe you said July 31st, July
2: 31st at fat collectibles, P H a T collectibles, Mm -hmm. uh, Orange County, yeah. um, there's one in Huntington Beach, there's one in Anaheim, there's one in La Habra, but this is going to be to the one in Anaheim. Specifically, yeah. From 4 to 5 p.m. that day, Sam Humphreys mm-hmm. is going to be there doing a signing um you may know Sam Humphreys From some of his uh, Previous works But currently What he's working on Is the legendary Star-Lord Yeah mm-hmm. So Guardians of the Galaxy Coming up You know that's coming out August 1st Right mm-hmm. Right um, So this uh, Signing is going to be The day before Yep And along with that You can actually In advance Purchase tickets To see this Advanced screening So on you July. can see the movie
0: Before all you your friends You can
2: see the movie yes. Before all your friends And at a
0: reasonable hour too What time does the screening start Screening's screening
2: is going to be At about eight so at a reasonable like hour not
0: midnight you okay. could go
2: before everybody the other thing you could too, spoil it
0: for all the dumb idiots waiting in line don't
2: do that it's not nice <laughs> here's here's what's really cool about this too it's gonna be funny immediately preceding the movie yes there will be a q a session with sam humphreys oh that's pretty cool okay mm-hmm. right there in the theater you know there's gonna be this uh q a so you'll be able to you know check that out but um you, you do have to have a ticket. The tickets right. are thirteen bucks. Mm-hmm. You get a ticket to the movie and the Q and A plus a free copy of the Legendary Star Lord. Pretty
0: awesome, dude. That's that's um, pretty good worth deal. It. That's, that's really cheaper. Good deal. First of all, you get a Q and A. You're getting yeah, a movie cheaper
1: than just getting a ticket somewhere it's, else. Yes,
0: yeah, cheaper than just going to the the, the whatever exactly. the 3D version of the movie. Yeah, you get a free comic. You get a cool Q and A session, and you get the new and, mo- it's, and you get the and movie and before the s-
1: everybody
2: else. Well, and then there's a the signing. You get it signed. And you get all it signed stuff. too. Well, here's here's. Probably the best part. Here's the most important part, though. The cherry on top of this. What is it, Chewy? What is the cherry? The Q&A will be hosted by your own Four Color Comrades. Yep. That's true. Four Color Comrades. Yeah. We will be there. We did it. We made it. That's it. it. After this, we're done. We're closing up shop. (laughs) We'll be hosting uh, the Q&A uh, mm-hmm. for this, uh, wonderful event here. So we're going to have to think of uh, some cool questions. Maybe but let some people ask some questions of yeah, bring some own. questions of your own we'll see. as well, well, but we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll, no, see. we'll see. We'll see. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll, we'll, definitely open it up and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we're hosting this awesome Q and a with Sam Humphries. Um, Ryan, you know, a, a bit about Sam Humphries here, mm-hmm. aside from his legendary star Lord book, which just came out, yeah. uh, which I'll probably read and bring to the table before then. Um, what else might people know him from?
1: Uh, he has done, uh, he did his own sort of, I don't know if it was self-published, but something that he wrote pre-Marvels, a book called Our Love is Real. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he's also, he's written a, a bunch of Marvel stuff. He's he's sort of the new guard uh, in Marvel. He did mm-hmm. uh, Avengers AI. He's doing Uncanny X-Force. He wrote The Ultimates. Um, if he's, I'm not mistaken, he's also done some Fraggle Rock, right? That's right. He's done some Fraggle Rock. Yep. Uh, he's got a... Data to Ruck Rock. Dad Ruck. Rock. <laughs> Yeah. Frag, rock. I'll, or, I'll keep doing right, it. Right. He's, he's got a boom series called Higher Earth. Uh, yep. He's doing a lot of stuff. Stan Humphreys is blown up. He's uh, he's a big deal right now. Oh, man, and we awesome. get to touch his hair. I don't know <laughs> if oh, yeah, I don't know if he's gonna let us, I don't touch, if he'll let us touch his hair. No, that's not a thing. Three
0: locks of his hair are not included with the ticket.
3: Uh, <laughs> I, th- I was trying so to think of the creepiest thing away. possible no, to okay. say there, and I think I
1: hit it. There um, it is. Yeah, so yeah.
0: got it. So if so let's say somebody wants to purchase tickets for this, they go, This sounds like an amazing deal, and my head I stopped it from exploding scanner style. How do I attend this event so I can have it explode there?
2: What would they do to it? So if you decide you want to actually join in on the fun and check this out and take an advantage of this awesome opportunity, uh, watch a cool movie, see a uh, awesome Q and a with an awesome writer. Um, Go ahead and head down to Fat Collectibles, P-H-A-T Collectibles. Again, there are three locations here in Orange County. You have Huntington Beach, you have Anaheim, and you have La Habra. Anaheim store will be hosting the signing from 4 to 5 p.m., and then the signing will move to the CineLux Theaters in Anaheim from 6 to 7 p.m. on the same day, followed by the Q&A. I'm sorry, not the CineLux, the Ultralux.
1: Ooh, that In Anaheim, it's nice. ultra.
2: Ultra. It's one know, more like than ultra. mega. Yeah, yes. there you go. It's one more than mega. So the Ultralux Anaheim Theaters um, from 6 to 7 is going to be the rest of the signing. 7.30, we're going to have a and a It's going to run until about 8, and the movie's going to start around 8 there. Um, so that's going on, man. 13 bucks, You get the new Star-Lord book. You get... Th- Sneak peek at Guardians of the Galaxy. You get to watch the whole movie early. You Get to watch it early. It's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. wh- other
0: people, other chumps will be standing in line. Yeah, and you get to go home and go to sleep at a reasonable hour. You mm-hmm. don't have to try right. to like keep that's your eyes You get to. It's keep. not very metal, but no, what, what what being metal
2: is also taking advantage of the opportunities that you have.
0: Yes, that's pretty that, metal. That is true. And
2: being metal will be listening to us ask Sam Humphreys live. You get to see what we what? look like. What oh, his most metal? Thing, what his most metal moment? Is I might ask him that question. <laughs> that, that could be a question I ask him. I don't know. We'll have to we'll come have up to with. We'll see. Him.
1: We'll have to see. Um, Thank God yeah. they're limiting us to only thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so check it out. Um, go down there anytime before. Buy the ticket. It you do have to have a ticket beforehand to go to this. So important Buy to know
0: by today it'd be awesome to see you guys there all right so that is going to wrap us up for back matter and that's going to end our show before we go as always we want to talk about uh, what books we're going to be reading next time so firstly we'll talk about first prints. uh next time we decided to uh sticking with our marvel theme uh with our q a coming up uh we're going to go ahead and read uh, a marvel run uh called the infinity gauntlet so a lot, bum,
1: bum, bum. a lot
0: of you who aren't comic book Infinity. people like, what's this? As far, I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling the Infinity Gauntlet's going to become very important in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we're going to give you kind of a sneak peek of what that is uh, with that storyline next time. So the Infinity Gauntlet, I think it's only maybe a six issue run, something like that. All right. uh, I'm not sure the exact amount, but but yeah, look up the Infinity Gauntlet. You could probably find it in trade. You could definitely find it digital. So that's what we're reading for First Prince next time, jumping in the Marvel Universe. Uh, now for here's my issue next time let's go around the circle and talk about what we're going to be bringing for here's my issue so alan what are you bringing next time
3: all right so uh, i've i've developed a pattern for these i usually bring two of whatever i want and then i bring you a webcomic and then i bring you a manga so it's now webcomic time so here's the thing uh there is a webcomic uh that i recently started reading actually and i fell in love with called johnny wander now, Johnny Wander is generally just an autobiographical webcomic. However, they have started doing a project and then posting it on the site, um, and it is called Lucky Penny. Okay. Um, now, it is uh, written by Ananth Panagaria and drawn by Yuko Ota, um, and it's kind of a uh, Scott Pilgrim-esque uh, storyline, and it's still going. So, I want to get you guys all cut up so you can continue reading it. So, I'll uh, bring in that.
1: I'm super stoked about this. I yeah. love that comic. So, so good. <laughs> I've been reading Lucky Penny, so I'm very excited. Right cool. Now. All
0: right. Chewie, what are you going to be ringing for next time?
2: So, Alan, you informed me that I was a jerk uh, with the whole WonderCon <laughs> situation. Aww, and cause... I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, Adam suggested that I read Ghosted. It was it Adam or one of our other listeners? It's either was Adam or T-Shaped Visor. Um, I'm, I, th- I want to say it was Adam, though. Uh, Might have said cause that I should read Ghosted. Anyways, I'm going to read Ghosted. <laughs> ghosted number one from image um that's going to be done by joshua Will- williamson and gordon oh i'm sorry goran yeah said i've actually read i've actually read
0: the first run of this yeah. book and i really enjoyed it so we'll see so uh, yeah, you um
2: like it. ghosted yeah it's 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 got ghost in the title man and you I like know ghosts. it's metal
0: I, I read it it's cool
2: concept. he's metal to concept. like ghost um <laughs> okay cool. ghosted number one sounds awesome
0: I'm going to be bringing a actually a uh, um, monkey brain book. Um, Ooh. I'm going to be bringing a book that I read a while ago, but I'm going to hold on to, um, I've read the first couple issues and I like it so far. Um, I don't know how quite to say the title, so I'm going to say it both ways. I read it as Dave, but it's oh, spelled D for V. Yes. I've oh, uh, and it is about a, uh, a, a pretty awesome robot. So we'll talk about that next time. Uh, it's written by, uh, Ryan Ferrier and art by Valentine Ramon or Ramon or Valentine Ramon. I'm not sure how you say your name. <laughs> I hope one of those iterations was correct. So yeah, uh, Dave D4VE is the way you spell it, uh, number
1: one. Cool. I'd Ryan, what did you here. bring? Um, so I'm going to bring a DC book. What? But, no, uh, it's actually no. one that I mentioned earlier in the podcast uh, Wednesday Comics in 2009. DC okay. printed big old broadsheet. Uh, I'm excited for this. Anthology. <laughs> uh, it was a 10 issue. So I'm going to bring the first issue. So it's basically like a dozen different stories wow the first issue of a dozen different stories nice that sounds uh, awesome. so i'm um, kind of interested to see how i'm gonna get it into your hands <laughs> <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll get we'll it there. It we'll figure it out, figure it we'll figure
0: out. It out. <laughs> ryan likes to challenge himself well guys that's gonna wrap us up for this episode of four color commentary we want to thank you for listening as always and as always before we go 100 we always want to remind you of something and this week is no exception we want to remind you that just because wonder woman's jet is invisible Doesn't mean you are when you're flying in it, so keep your pants on, all right? I'm Alan.
2: I'm Chewy.
0: I'm Ian. And I'm Ryan. Stay mint, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, all you four-color comrade fans, Uh, this is Ian. Sorry about the recording quality on this. I was just editing and needed to add in that Google Voice number. So if you would like to reach out to us at San Diego Comic-Con, you can totally do that. Uh, We do have a Google Voice number uh, for you to reach. So you can either text or call, preferably text, I would say, uh, to the following number. It's 352-474-8240. Again, that's 352-474-8240. Thanks, guys, and I hope to see you at the con.
2: This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network,
0: exclusively at StuffandThingsNetwork.com.